Honestly. What the fuck, man? Like, everything that could have gone wrong, technically... Has gone wrong. Has gone... You know what it is? I posted a photo <laughs> in, in the element server, like, an hour, uh, an hour and a half ago, saying, all systems go! Uh, Everything's working. Yes, and, I'll do and it. it's not. And I've just, it's all just gone in the bin. Yep. Fucking hell. Anyway. Hello, willkommen, bienvenue, konnichiwa, ni hao, jambo, morhaba, bar... It's time for the Arms Inquisition, episode 284 on Sunday, the 11th of June, 2023. I'm Phil. I'm Ben. And I'm Matt. And <laughs> tonight we're very happy to be joined by Dom and Chris from Sheep Farm. How are we doing, chaps? Evening, gents. You all right? Oh, thank, God we, thank God we can hear you. We can hear you and it's going oh. somewhere. Oh, shit. I should have gone like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I might, I might have actually... Left the room for some more heroin at that so point. Horrible. Yes, that yeah. So horrible. So oh, horrible. There's yeah. nothing worse, is there? I mean, how do you guys do it? Do you just use Zoom, basically, and then do you record the Zoom video, how if do, you like? How, use how do we do audio? it? I'd rather not confuse Dom with all my technical uh, expertise. He <laughs> didn't really understand much, like, things like that. It's best not to involve him. You're just going to confuse him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Main Chris problem does, is Chris I've had to wait until I've been in waiting to open my bottle yeah. of wine. That's been the main problem. Yeah. I'll be sitting. Yeah, I was just sad. saying. I was just saying, guys. Do you remember that infamous um, Bill Clinton video where it showed an arcing outtake of him having makeup put on, and he would aim killed it out of his brain. Do you remember that? Wouldn't it have been funny if you'd have come on and I'd have had some. But <laughs> 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 I thought ahead, and I got my missus to do that. <laughs> yeah, hey, Dom, Dom, we're telling you off before Chris about opening your what? witch piss. No, he oh, said yeah. wait until the show's live. So yeah, I was waiting. Yeah. I was it's, waiting some. It's a nice that... bottle of Rioja. Yeah. Is that is that part of the ritual now for you guys, do you think? Yeah, even if it's a two in the afternoon. At <laughs> 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 so certain times you don't open, open No, it's usually because it's quite usually late, late evening when we start. So I've been waiting to open my bottle of wine. That's Spanish, <clears> isn't it? Is it Spanish? Spanish? Okay, yeah. Rioja. 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 Uh, first thing we should say before everyone switches off is uh, New Horizons. Dom, oh, Chris, yeah. you're going to be at New Horizons. Live and say, Anne's coming up. Yeah, we're we're over here on Neckett Wood, right. so to speak. Well, not yeah. probably a bit further away, but um, yeah, what we're going to be doing is uh, we've been doing the Huxley Brave New World Order uh, series, and we're going to play an hour of the next one, which will be episode four. And an hour of the fifth one was, uh, as well, so the but the six hours in t- about six hours in total. So we're not going to play all that, but it took roughly two hours. 
And what's the actual video? Is it like, um, is it you talking on screen, or is it? It's like me a... and him talking through with with the images behind it to oh, back up right. basically what we're saying, ah. uh, which we do on the on the Brave New World Order uh, series that we've got on. We put it on YouTube. It's YouTube friendly, is that? So um, we've done theory. three at the minute. Yeah, in theory, at the minute, and we've done three. Uh, the last one was the Doors of Deception <laughs> about uh, the band the Doors. Nice. Do you know, I started yeah. reading that this week. I started reading The Doors of Perception this week. Yeah. Oh, really? I've never read it, actually, for what's it like. It's, uh, yeah, it's trippy. It's trippy, I was going to say. It's yeah. trippy. I mean, um, he's a hell of a writer. Like, I, I've not done, like, the level of, of, of research that you have. I don't know anything about his background or anything. So I'm just judging it, you know, this guy's written a book, so I'm going to read it. Yeah. And uh, he's an incredible writer. You know, it's like command of language and his, uh, you know, the words, you know, I had to look up words. What's that word mean? Mm. You know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and he, he sort of describes the, the mescaline. It's mescaline he was into mm. for this book. And he's describing the right. trip. And he's, he's sort of describing how he got lost in the folds of his flannel trousers. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. um, it, it, you know, some people think of, um, like, ayahuasca um, experiences or DMT or things like that, and they think of it being, like, um, a really insular thing, like you get lost inside your mind. And when he was doing the mescaline trip, uh, one of the investigators said, close your eyes, tell me what you see when you close your eyes. And he's like, I don't want to do that. He was fascinated with the, everything that was around him. Mm-hmm. So he was fascinated with, a, with four chairs, uh, mm-hmm. with four legs making a chair, the form like a platonic form of a chair, what it means. And then he looked at his trousers and he got fucking completely engrossed in his trousers and like <laughs> lost it? within the folds of the material. And I, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. interesting. I mean, I don't know, you know, I've got, I'm coming at this sort of fresh, you know, I've not, I don't understand sort of his, um, what would you say is um, his role in sort of the new world order and that sort of thing. Uh, Social like, programming, Phil. Well, yeah, yeah, social programming uh, to on a, on a level that we got to 2020 and the man, pots and pans were banging on the doorstep. Uh, that's how lobotomized and lo- drugged up that we've become. But um, well, a lot of people have become. Let's just say, uh, yeah. But the, the Huxleys were a prominent uh, family. Even the gene- genealogy um, goes back to Edward the Third via their mother. Uh, Julia Huxley, and they were surrounded by not just those two, but the the family with the, the the all the family was intermarried to the Darwins, the Galtons, and uh, the Wedgwoods, etc. So these these people were connected people, and they're sort of like within the fabric. They're not the billionaire type, famous, you know, the ones like that traveling around like. But they were just just as important, if not more important. And their grandfather, Thomas Huxley, was uh, Darwin's bulldog, they called him, because he was the guy going out shouting about um, Darwin's work. And he actually came up with uh, flying dinosaurs, or was one of them that came up with a like flying dinosaur uh, idea, uh, even before anybody had found a bone, if they did find a bone, that is. So, yeah, the, it seems to be that Sir Julian Huxley was the founder of UNESCO, um, the World Wildlife Fund, we, and the people that found that they were they were setting these things up with were um, prominent people like uh, the Rockefellers and things like that, and also their cousin set up the BBC. He was the first chief engineer of the BBC, 
Uh, so yeah, it's uh, the fall with it. So it's not just about Aldous Huxley was the start of my research, but he, that's certainly not the focus, is it, Chris? And then we're looking at like the Doors for the band, the Doors. They were called after the Doors of Perception, mm. and so then that was a total social engineering part of the sixties. So that that book formed the hippie movement, if you like, or one was one part of forming the hippie movement. And he was part of the Esselin Clinic as well, an institute, sorry. Um, they based their ideas on a, an institute he set up just after the Second World War. That was Aldous Huxley set up just after World War Two. Another institute that was based on, exactly like Chris said, social at, um, You look at Jim Morrison's demise, <clears throat> and that looks um, very shady as well. Was very it, very what, suspect. Wasn't his dad like uh, an admiral or something, Jim Morrison? Yeah, yeah he was an admiral for Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah, uh, the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yeah. So that's what drew the US Vietnam. into the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Jim well, Morrison's dad happened to be an admiral who was there at the time. Uh, well, there's this, it's even nothing to see there. His, his <laughs> uncle was even higher up the pecking order. His yeah. uncle was even higher up the pecking order. He was, uh, he, Jim Morrison's da- dad was an, a rear admiral and his uncle was an, was an admiral. He was buried at Arlington, him and his wife, with full military rah rah. And, uh, Morrison's bloodline goes back to the aristocracy of Scotland, um, going back to all the r- royal families uh, and what have you in Scotland. And, uh, yeah. Well, interesting, the, the keyboardists were the most interesting one out of the lot, weren't it, Chris? Ray For me, anyway. Man, I can't pronounce it. Ray Manzerich. Manzerich. Yeah, he was part of, he was recruited into, apparently was tricked into it, but whether that's true or not, I don't know. He was recruited into uh, Army Intelligence before he set up the doors. <laughs> Shit, it reminds me of a... that Simpsons episode where Lieutenant Smash is trying to set up the boy band, but they're all actually being recruited into the Navy. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a shock the Simpsons deliver yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, Rayman Zedek, he, re- he went in the army, but he refused to cut his hair and shave his beard off. Right on. They just let him carry on. Yeah, think. growing his hair. He turned into a hippie while he was... Before hippies in, were invented, he were a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, they, they took him to a, a base, Okinawa Island, which was a famous island in World War II. Uh, but they had a listening base there, and that's why he went there to join this uh, secret uh, listening... It sounds like the Oswald story, which we got into that a little bit as well. And uh, because, because JFK were killed... Uh, died on the same day as Aldous Huxley and C.S. Lewis. We get into a bit about Oswald as well uh, and uh, found some interesting stuff up about Oswald uh, while he was there. So it, it's not just about the Huxleys is what I'm trying to say. It, it's bit, like the the next three uh, part, the next one that's been released, the part, next three pieces are about uh, George Orwell. So I started doing a 30-minute... It was going to be a 30-minute section in episode four, and it's turned into seven hours. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's interesting because uh, I'm, I'm, like, reading this. It's an old print of The Doors of Perception. I'm guessing it's maybe 40 years old or something like that. You know, whenever they, they re-release or reprint an old book, they always usually have a foreword, like a modern author of the mm. Times foreword, and, and sometimes a biography of the author. And they're talking about Huxley's family and stuff and how he was... Uh, there were sort of great expectations because of his family history. And I had no idea. Like, I had no mm. idea about his family. I didn't know that he came from a, a family that had that would have great expectations of a young man, you know. And so that's interesting that you've that you've sort of turfed that out. But it's but, like... But, 
Come on. There are a lot of mental problems within the family as well. Um, Aldous and Sir, Ju Sir Julian had uh, major mental issues, which leads you back to that point where when you think about uh, Aldous Huxley's mentor was H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells were mentored by Thomas Huxley's grandfather. And then uh, Aldous Huxley taught um, George Orwell at Eton uh, for a while as well. And it's like they're passing the baton on to these people. But ironically, George Orwell, his, his genealogy goes back to Edward III, exactly like Aldous Huxley's and Sir Julian Huxley's via their mother, Julia Arnold. And also, just to caveat, just to wrap that up, uh, Julia Arnold and her sister, as children, with, uh, they had Lewis, um, Lewis Carroll was taking pictures of them as children, and Lewis Carroll's been sort of outed as uh, a bit of a weirdo. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, he's he's right about talking line for a start. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And and then C.S. Lewis was involved. In, yeah. I'll get me Lewis's mixed up. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about that guy from... Uh, Alice in Wonderland, the other one. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. But then, then C.S. Lewis is involved. So he died in uh, with it, it, on the same day as Aldous Huxley did. But And he, he was best friends with Tolkien. I was going to say, Tolkien, is Tolkien involved as well? Cause... Well, Tolkien and, and apparently taught, um, let me get this right, George Orwell's first wife, who was a psychologist. Seems to be another theme running through that Aldous Huxley married a psychologist and so did George Orwell. Wow. Yeah, without giving too much away on that. And so the, the, they were, uh, seemed to be part of some sort of, Operation because they were surrounded, especially Orwell. He was surrounded by uh, intelligence operatives, wasn't he, Chris? Mm. Mm. Do you think like these people operation. were targeted by the intelligence operatives because they were subversive types, or are you saying that they were actual recruits into into the military? Well, service? George Orwell was. He was. He was. He was part of the IRD, the Information Research Department, mm. which is an intelligence operation, and his his wife was part of the Ministry of Information. His first wife, Arlene God. O'Shaughnessy. How, and, how, how ironic. How, know, how yeah. Orwellian does that sound? The Ministry of yeah. in Information. Insulation. Oh. Insulation. Yeah. That's what yeah. we'll have next week. The Ministry of Insulation. Yeah. Get your heat pumps in. Get your insulation in. Did they all go yeah, to but... did they all go to Cambridge as well? Was it Cambridge Tolkien taught at or Oxford? Oxford well, well, a lot of them went to Oxford and Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge or Oxford. Um, and that's where a lot of these uh, intelligence recruits were recruited, mm. obviously. obviously. And... Uh, a lot of the, a lot of them were close to the, uh, you know, the spiring uh, within Cambridge, the Cambridge Five, I think they were called, like they were working for the USSR apparently, mm. and so a lot of them, I think Eileen O'Shaughnessy or his second, Orwell's second wife, were worked with, um, I forget what it called, what it's called now anyway, one of the main uh, ones who got either locked up and sent down or es 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 defected to Russia, so they were working well, well within. Um, the intelligence operations and what we mm. found out was a lot of these professors that were taught there were obviously recruiting agents <laughs> yes Tom, have you gone any sort of further forward i'm thinking is there a break in this sort of flow uh and who's around now who would be sort of backlinked to those channels well is it Again, Philip Scorfield. <laughs> well, like, yeah, we would say he was probably one that was probably... Well, again, the, the, the next one's called Mockingbird. So the, all, the Orwell one's called Mockingbird. It's a three-part within this series. It's, there's another three-part series. So, And Mockingbird is 
it doesn't just talk about Orwell, it talks about all the people that were journalists around that particular time. So if you wind it forward and you look at what, what we're looking at now, not everybody within Mockingbird uh, were, knew that was actually part of an operation. Mm. So they were being controlled unknowingly. And that probably went on a lot, didn't, didn't it, Chris, with the... Uh, mm a lot of the stuff. And so who would be part of something like that now? I mean, Luminate, what we've just been through, you could probably name loads. But so, what, some people who spring to mind is the SAGE uh, behavioural science team, um, like Susan Mickey. Yep. And Su Susan Mickey, her genealogy goes all the way back to Royal Bloodlines as well. So she's definitely... She's fully signed of, up. She, she's not even. That's not even. Not even hiding from it. But yeah, she's a. She was caught. Nickname <clears throat> at Oxford was Stalin's nanny. That's how much of a common communist she Literally was. Literally a communist. She's. Wow. Sort of, yeah. Has she not sort of come out and said that yeah. she's part of the? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they gave her a job at the World Health Organization. <laughs> gave her a promotion. <laughs> here you go. Well, we know you'll, who runs you'll, it. You'll fit in nicely here, yeah. Susan. Who was it? Actually, asked her outright, didn't he, on TV? What's yeah. his name? Richard Medler. He actually asked her outright for a communist. Yeah. yeah, and she went. I don't Good old that. Richard. That's got nothing to do with anything. Uh, I don't see what. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think <laughs> it kind does. Of has, uh, yeah, you, yeah. Know, <laughs> you know, eighty million deaths <laughs> in the twentieth century does signed up to Chairman yeah. Mao. You know, I think we could do to know that if you're going to be in charge of public yeah. health policy for the world. For the world. Oh well, right. gosh. I mean, there's been all sorts coming out about the WHO this week, hasn't there? And the uh, have you seen the uh, the thing they've been doing with the EU? They've taken the EU's. Um, what was it called? The uh, the COVID pass thing, and oh, uh, they're yeah. they're they're rolling it out for the world now. The WHO. Ted Ross. Ted Ross announced it this week. I thought we just. I thought we'd stop that now. Oh no! These things don't stop. Okay. Two steps forward, no. one step back. Mission creep every time. Damn it! Yeah. I don't know where we're going with that. But, no. you know, it's just it's kind of depressing. That's the thing I like about listening to you too is that you can. Um, you can have a laugh about this stuff and make light of it, and that's what we need. We got need to it. laugh at yeah. it, otherwise you got mad. To, to be mm. fair, it's, it's not intentional. It's just that um, you're not intentionally we, funny. That's how we. No, no, not intentionally <laughs> funny at all. No, <laughs> just no, being no, yourself, that, really. That was no, never the intention when we started. It was, no. it was no. just um, just to talk and get. I suppose it's just your own way, isn't it? That's how we we were when we were kids. To, taking piss out of each other and having a laugh about pretty dark stuff, probably at times, but. Yeah. Uh, Slaughterhouse humour, as Chris calls it. Well, we were brought up on a farm, so and my dad were a butcher, so it was literally slaughterhouse humour. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get much more slaughterhouse. We did, than we that. did laugh at the dark, darker side of things, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so going back to what you said uh, there, Ben, um, you, how many people could you choose from? Your Jeremy Vines, I would say. Your Jeremy Vine. Oh yeah, O'Brien. Ironically, an LBC. Yeah. Um, yeah there's so know, many influences, isn't there? In James O'Brien. James O'Brien is definitely he has a stench of of intel yeah. agency. Mariana Spring. She's got yeah, uh, yeah. links to um, some kind of intelligence, government governmental intelligence agency. Whether she knows it or not, she's certainly been um, using a, a specific group. I forget what they're called now. Some strategic, some uh, other CDU, yeah. isn't it? Counter Disinformation yeah. Unit. Well, that, yeah, but there, there is another group. It's like a charity. And they're getting funded from all sorts of different areas, and uh, yeah, and they're linked to intelligence. So it, I think she, there's what, a lot. Of, she, sorry, there's a lot of finger pointing at the BBC at the moment, right, rightfully so, uh, mm. and and sort of the mainstream ITV, BBC, Sky News, all that sort of jazz. 
and yeah absolutely you can pick loads of guys out there and, and girls and be like yeah, they're definitely dodgy sketchy whatever but if i was a shadowy agent looking to send a message out i'd be wanting to infl- infiltrate the places where people think actually all these all these guys who kind of got the red screwed on have moved over to these kind of alt media platforms even like gb yeah. news and talk tv and whatever and yeah. a lot of people think oh that's just for whack jobs or whatever but that's where i'd be focused if i wanted to put in a, a message now because that's where everyone or everyone who is kind of thinking about this stuff is, well, is, that, a re- towards... is that a real is that a real beard because you could have been in yeah, disguise man. actually <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right the we've jobs, been infiltrated the job's <laughs> the job's already done isn't it on the masses yeah. the masses who consume the mainstream the job's done yeah they did like you, you mentioned the clapping mm. on the thursday night i mean it all works mm. it worked fine the uh, two meters, the uh, the muzzles, it all works. Yeah. They all obeyed. Follow. No, I stickers. was only following the orders. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So, so you're right. You know, like this is the last like sort of ten, fifteen percent of holdouts. That's where you mm. would go. You would go to Rumble, Odyssey, Rockfin, all these alternative yeah uh, platforms. Well, that's that's and, like the next level, them. isn't it? Because yeah. you've got you know one step from mainstream is your GB news is and you talk TVs mm. and whatever. Yeah. Your times radio. <laughs> I think because humans uh, inertly like to follow uh, things, when it's a football team or a film actor or whatever, that we, we, we can be easy control because we can lead down a path by people. That's why it's good to be individual, I suppose. Mm. You know, like you guys are individual. Me and Chris are. I don't, I don't actually we're... see. I don't see GB News and Times as as any different. To be fair, just no, no. Just, just not as in your face, but. I know what you mean. Fringe magnets. Yeah. That's what they are. Fringe magnets. Fringe they, magnets they the... is a great, a great <laughs> phrase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been saying it for years. Though. But it fringe magnets sense, where, they, it? where they, they, they collect uh, the edges of who we are. I mean, once you've... what what the, I read a great article by... Um, oh, I keep forgetting his name. Ian is called. He writes some good, really good articles. He wrote it on for Richard Diall. And... He was basically saying that it, within one of these BBC hit pieces, they couldn't understand why people were doing this for for nothing or very little money. Like they might sell a few books and then a bit of a living, but you know they're not doing it to buy mega yachts or you know whatever. They can't get their head round why people would do all this for nothing. Spread the word and talk about it. They don't understand what makes people not, like us. Not just not just in that, the chat. but the negative consequences as well. Yes, you know, I've been have been censored or been chucked off social media, being shunned by your family, your friends, your neighbours, mm. all the rest of it. It's not. Just... Why would we do that? <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I can't, would, I can't well... imagine why they can't get their heads around it. Mm. Yeah, because it, it doesn't compute to a, a psycho, does it? Because they don't think like that. Um, they, they don't. You know, the, the people running this shit show don't think like we do, so they don't understand. They they're too overtaken in a parasitical way, aren't they? Um, whereas we don't, ca- I don't care if nobody listens to what we do. We said that at the beginning, didn't we, Chris? Well, if, we they, if, doing if they're looking views or they're views looking or for anything, surface level, they're looking for money, and then second after that's control. Mm. And none of us are looking for that, so that's why they can't understand it because that's yeah. uh, our ah. psych- psychopathic nut job thinks. See, oh. most of the reason people like us do this is because we think it's the right thing to do. And that yeah, concept yeah. of that sort of moral concept doesn't even enter the equation for most people. Yeah. It's what's in it for me? What can yes. I get? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and also people doing this, unlike most uh, things that happen, that there are different echelons of society out there they, within our group. There's no 
class buffer. I don't, it, you know, like when it, in the eighties when it were coal, coal mines, it were working class movement unions against Thatcherism. Yada yada yada. This isn't like that. When when you meet people, you get emails off them. You know, you meet some people who are architects or some people who are whatever own companies, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And some people that have everyday jobs as well. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 there's no uh, one person that makes it even harder for these people to track. I think and understand what ticks. Well, hang on a minute there. Middle England, well, fact, got everything. It's worse. It, can the, be, it can be fractured within a family or even a household, can it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, decent, so. it's decentralized, which makes it harder to button down. Mm. Yeah, we're certainly, we're certainly odd, the odd ones out. There's no doubt about it. You know, the the, the, the they did do. Uh, I can't remember where I got it from, but it, I think there were behavioural science uh, department where they worked out there was a hardcore of eight percent of people that would never have. The arm spears, regardless. So even though twenty odd percent never had it, um, whether that's a true figure or not, let's, we'll stick with that one. Though I think with twenty two percent didn't have it, there were an hardcore of about five to eight percent that they knew would never had it have it, even if you dragged them out of the house uh, by the lack of air, <laughs> <laughs> by the ass air. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because it's it's just an alt- all of. All of everything is is just an alternate way of thinking, and maybe maybe stepping out of your lane every so often. But that has been embraced for for years. Alternative yeah. movements, alternative lifestyles, great. So why is it so? This is a bit different, it... though, isn't it, Ben? Because <laughs> communism was inventing fabric to control people, fascism, and what we live in, and democracy is a, a control element. We're not we're not that part, are we? We're not a movement as such. They want to class it as a movement, and we're not a movement, are we? No, well, yeah, it's like everyone we, has different, like I say, individual ideas. My, we, my yeah, idea of, of alternative isn't the same as Bill's or Matt's or yours. We read that yeah. article out last week. Uh, it was it was something, it was a news article, a mainstream news article, but they, they mentioned the term conspiracy theory seven times or something in the article. That's they were just the hammering label, it in, it? they're hammering the messaging in. This is wrong, now, this is it? wrong thing. <laughs> Don't mm. think like this. This is this mm. label that the CIA invented after the JFK assassination, but whatever. But, you know, so don't take this seriously. Don't think about it. So they just yeah. hammer this message. It's funny, how they, it's funny how they parallel it with a right-wing extremist, because I've never met a right-wing extremist. I know, good. How do you define a, a right-wing extremist? They sound like know. right cunts as well. So they're <laughs> on their nose apparently, apparently they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. You, know, like, you can't walk down the street without bumping into one. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, I think, I think we ought to ring a fact-checking company up. There's about 100 now, I think, around the world. <laughs> yeah. the, the, I, I don't... I don't we did some research. Well, I did some research on it, didn't I, Chris? We were going to do yeah. a, a presentation on it, and uh, it's a hundred fact-checking companies around the world. There's about seven, seven or eight in this country alone. <laughs> You're telling the truth. You don't need to check any facts, there. Because it's no. an industry now, right? Mm. The, the the Soviet Union it sparked a new industry, and as soon as there's money there, especially state money, because that comes yeah. with no strings attached, like we saw with all the testing and all that bullshit, and mm. you know all the money that got binned, just billions and billions. That we're now paying for. Oh, we're now yeah, paying and for our, now. our kids and our grandkids will be paying for it. That's the, yeah. the, the sad well, thing. Like... People are definitely paying for it now, aren't with these interest there's rates it, and stuff it, like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's an Indiana Jones-style warehouse somewhere with all those bloody um, <laughs> ventilators. <laughs> <laughs> God, the ventilator <laughs> things. Yeah, 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 right at the beginning, forgot, everyone forgot about the ventilator. Yeah, we're going to get McLaren in, Dyson. 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 Oh, Dyson they, they've reverse-engineered them into air source heat pumps. Yeah. 
of the old global climate warming change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if you don't kill yeah. you with the thingy, we'll get you with that. Ice, that's on yeah. the side of your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, enough idle chit-chat, because uh, for a ser- serious moment now, Chris, mm. I need to ask you, how many uh, dragon dildos have you made this week? <laughs> Unfortunately, due to pressure from my wife, I wasn't able to uh, go forward with my dragon dildo idea. business. Really? <laughs> like, like the 50 quid a shot, though. I know. You've had a look, haven't you, Phil? Yeah, of course. And, and, <laughs> right, I had a look. And I was creasing myself, listening to you, the, and I thought, the comments well, are the best bits. You know, 50 quid a shot, like... You, I've got faith in you, Chris. You can do better than copying dragon dildos. Oh, no, do my own uh, gaping gob dildos. That's yeah, well, a gaping I, gob and a dragon uh, dildo. Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. you could do your own sort of sheep farm dildos. And I well, no, Jacko's going to do them on Test. OnlyFans, isn't it? Test them on OnlyFans. <laughs> well, I, I took the liberty of, of mocking up a quick design of a prototype for right. a sheep farm dildo. So here it, here it is coming right. in now. It's a sheep oh, oh, It's a sheep in to twenty thirty, fully ASG compliant. <laughs> no, I think Jesus. not in this heat. No, thirty three yeah. pounds. Well, obviously thirty three oh, pounds. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's got a mop, mop fitted. Yeah, uh, makes you go mad. Uh, and what is that? What is that made from? It's not sheep's wool, is it? it? It's a hundred percent recycled um, widgets. It's probably made from. And, nice, nice, nice. I mean, a lot of people listen. They don't actually watch on YouTube or uh, wherever. They, they listen to the podcast. So I made a quick um, sort of promo reel, an audio promo reel for you. You, you oh welcome to have this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is the Sheepinator 2030. It makes me go, mmm, <laughs> Fully ESG compliant and only £33. Available exclusively at sheepfarm.co.uk. <laughs> Get one. Go and fuck yourself. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sold millions of I mean, no, it's pretty we'll good. Did the voiceover? It said the missus. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's brilliant. Only oh, three quits quite cheap I got as well. It. You don't want to fleece anyone, do you? He threw me under the bus with that because I told him that story. You must be kidding me. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Chris. No, I was saying he, he threw me under the bus with that story because I told him in confidence and he just brought it up when we were doing one of his podcasts. I didn't expect Well, it. I think we've got now an array of... We could do a pearl necklace and <laughs> a, uh, a dragon dildo. <laughs> a Richard Branson pearl necklace. I don't know if you know, every now and again he throws me under the bus and just fires something like that out. That was that dragon dildo story he said to Tom over there, Chris. I'm like, what? <laughs> those, those are the best bits, man. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's, yeah. it's real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> real me squirming. <laughs> uh, so anyway, New Horizons. What are we talking about? New Horizons. Um, yeah. It's a week. Is it? It's not. Mon- it's not tomorrow. It's a week tomorrow, isn't it? Week tomorrow. Yeah. What yeah. day is, that? is it? The seventeenth. Nineteenth. I think Nin- it is. 19th. Monday the nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So all you out there who are in in Lancashire, you should yeah. come and say hello. I'm going to go. I'm in Lancashire. I know, I'm in Lancashire, I'm going to go. I'll go. What time are you going down, lads? Are you, are you going early for like, well, we're there at, the booze? Well, it starts at <laughs> seven, so we'll have to get there a bit earlier, won't we? I've, um, I've, I, um, I heard about New Horizons like before the Covid Union. Yeah. And um, 
and they had a lot of interesting speakers on. And the thing is, it's a Monday night. It's a bit awkward for me with family and work and shit. So I never went. And then mm. the Corviat shit happened, and then it all mm. got shut down. Yeah. And I never heard anything until uh, you mentioned it on your show. Mm. New Horizons. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. So I went back to the website, and they had the uh, past speakers from this year. Mm-hmm. So it started yeah. back up this year. Mark Devlin was there, like, yeah, I went to see him six weeks ago. I went over. Yeah. Completely missed well, it. Actually contacted me last last year. Um, as far as part of my clinic, they wanted me to go over and talk about ozone therapy and stuff. And uh, um, he didn't realise that we, well, she found, because it was some listener had been to the clinic, et cetera, and told them about it. So when we went over, Mark Devlin told them that it was sheep farm. And anyway, yeah, so that's how it started, really. Chris is not really that up for it, I've got to say. Hey, Chris? I'm not really into public speaking in any form. Well, we're not public speaking, really, are we? We're playing a, a video. Well, yeah, no, it'll be fine, yeah. Are you going to do, like, a, a Q&A? Well, that's what I've told him, anyway. Like, like a, Q- <laughs> a Q&A <laughs> after. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? Do, do yeah, probably, probably. An interpretive yeah. dance. Interpretive <laughs> 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 dance. One art form, I never understood interpretive dance. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. You I, don't, hear... I don't think I want to. Well, yeah. you, you'll know about uh, Rudolf Steiner, won't you? Yeah. You'll have done some, yeah. some research on him. He had yeah. this, this system called Eurythmy, mm. and it was like... Um, oh, my God. It was like, it, it was like the OA, wasn't it, a bit? It was like, yeah... <laughs> Like flapping wings and all the rest of it, and it's like seeing the music and interpreting and dance. Mm. And you can watch videos on YouTube of like Eurythmic schools because mm. you know he had the Steiner schools, like this, yeah. this sort of parallel school system. And they did this thing with Eurythmy where we teach, well, not him because he's, he's long gone, but like they teach people to to express themselves through the, the method of Eurythmy with the power of music. It's wild. It's like I couldn't get my head around it. We had we had Terry Boardman on, didn't we? Yes, like about, we did. Yeah, yeah. About a year ago, and I was reading the book at the time. And he was like, and, and like he's an expert on Rudolf Steiner. He's like, yeah, probably leave leave the Eurythmy to us. <laughs> <laughs> like, stick, stick to the other stuff. Can't get everything right, can you? No, no. <laughs> There's so much to go at, isn't there? There's so many interesting authors and thinkers, and you know, I I sort of get lost in the past and uh, in like history and stuff and uh, previous thinkers, previous authors and whatnot. So I think it's important that you're bringing this stuff to the modern age. Like, you, you know, look at what's happening, what's going on back in the day and then bringing it forward to today and seeing what impacts that might have on our future. Mm. Well, certainly these, the controllers are thinking, as we know, intergenerational planning. I mean, we might make a plan to go on holiday at some point or do something at some point. Or even if you have a business, you might make a one or two or three year plan if you're lucky, but you don't make a 100-year plan. And that's what seems to happen with these things. When they came up with the, the, the eugenics programmes and things like that, I mean, what's happening now was part of that early-day eugenics uh, thinking. Mm. And uh, we, we're seeing it live happening in front of his eyes, aren't we? Well, you um, talked about Darwin's bulldog, Huxley. Mm. <clears throat> We've seen the ripple effects of that now, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are. Big and like I said, the Huxleys were married all the way into that uh, family and uh, and the Wedgwoods and the Pisas, the Pisas founded Barclays Bank. So, the, the, you know, there's a lot of these families that were... Uh, and we were talking about the Wedgwoods, weren't we? I don't know if you've come across mm. a book by uh, James Shelby Downard called the... What's it called, Chris? Uh, Carnival of, of Life and Death. Yeah, Carnivals of Life and Death. And he talks of... Uh, so we talked to Wedgwood about the Wedgwoods, obviously they made pottery. 
and some of the bone china that was made, a lot of the masons were that it was actually made out of human bone as well. Wow. Some of it. So obviously animal were animal bone, but in the book he talks of a place where he went to a massive incinerator that were throwing, obviously killing people and throwing them in and making china out of them and using them as some sort of ritual gift. Bloody China again. Yeah. <laughs> They're all over it, aren't they? China, China, China. We're making Russian, China, Russian, China, Russian dolls. Lone China, Russian dolls. <laughs> Hit the jackpot then. There's a, what is it? There's a, there's a film on uh, Netflix. I forgot what it's called now. It's a dystopian, everything's gone disease in the future. Oh, is it Moonfall? It, it'll never happen. No, not Moonfall. <laughs> it's got, uh, <laughs> it's got Star, Star Trek guy in it, Kirk in it. And I put, I put it well, on. Well, Shatner, a... fuck it, he's no, getting no. on now, isn't he? <laughs> no, new guy, what's he called? Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yeah. And I, I, I put it on just out of interest, you know, just to see. And it was, I think it came out in 2009 or something. And uh, everything's knackered as it is, and there's a disease or whatever. And they're driving down the road, there's a guy struck, strung to a telephone post. And he's got a sign around him that says, the China did it. And it's a Chinese <laughs> guy, obviously. Uh, 2000, I think it was 2009 for 2010 film. Mm. Just to bring up China. China. Is that predictive prom- programming? You know, I would imagine it. Yeah, it seems that. It had everything else in there mask wearing, disease, cure, and all the others. I didn't watch much of it because it was shite, but I just dipped in. God, there's a good. film I remember like that where it ended up with, I can only remember the ending because it, it affected me so much, but it's basically some guy shutting his house or family shutting their house. No, family were outside, the guy was in the house. And he put a big tent over it and had to fumigate the house and basically kill him inside. But it was, it sounds flippant. Well, that to save not him. Explaining it no, shit. They, they killed him to save him. <laughs> no, no, he died. His family right. were distraught, obviously. Um, Is it all done? I can't remember what a fucking film was. It was probably. Is it called The Fumigator? I saw it in the cinema <laughs> in, it must be 2004, five. You went to the cinema to watch that film. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a student. Didn't bring any free, free passes. Didn't bring any right, no, okay. I can't. I've not found, been able to find it since. Have you? Um, have you made this film up? <laughs> I might have done actually. It's just a figment of your imagination. Wait, everyone, forget that. I need to write something down. Got <laughs> 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 <That's> screenplay. <laughs> get, get Disney on the phone. Well, there you go. Look right, right at your, at your, your door. door. Maybe that was it. Yeah. All right. Someone, someone actually do it. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Amy. I'm gonna find that out. And Patrick. That's it. Your door. Hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I'll set, uh, well, and they I did it in ET, Shadow, apparently. You know. Helen, oh, Helen says there was. Yeah, yeah they did do ET stuff in right? ET, yeah. weren't they? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, harrowing. Not as bad as that one where they're they're in the car at the end and he he has bullets and he he thinks the fog's oh, coming. Yeah, oh. you know the one. And he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stephen King one. Stephen King star, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Was it the fog? The mist. The mist. The mist. The fog. That's a Yorkshire thing. The fog. And you go to Norbert Pennines. Yeah. Yes. There is a there is a fog as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fog. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fog. I fucking I don't watch any films anymore, man. It's like um, um, have you seen um you weren't you gonna see Oppenheimer? Uh yeah, it's not we're, out yet. We're gonna go and oh, watch it, it, yeah. Oh it's not it's not out That's yet. That's our date night. We're gonna well, see yeah, IMAX. If Ben will take me, he said he might dump me for his wife though, so Oh, yeah. right, because your wife has a thing for... Uh, Good films, yeah. Killian's. Yeah, oh, Killian Murphy's in it. Yeah. But yeah, he looks he looks quite... He looks awfully thin. Why I've always you... thought his face looked a bit weird, but I'm I'm no judge of... <laughs> Faces. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you take him to a film? Like, what, well, Killian Murphy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, take He's him. He's really seen it. <laughs> we're famous, we're famous podcasters. We can make that happen. 
I think we can, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll hit him up on LinkedIn. Cardboard cut out. Oh, here we go. LinkedIn. Oh, he's assuming character now. Oh, God. <laughs> to be nice. fair, I don't want to see Oppenheimer. I mean, as much as his films are good, it looks like a bit of a propaganda piece, doesn't it? Oh, it? Oh, but it's going to be know. an IMAX, so it'd be like mega I'm sure it'll be good. Propaganda. I'm sure, yeah. Because, I mean, his films are good, but uh, it looks like a bit of a propaganda piece to me. Do you well, think I will have a propaganda re- re- at it. <laughs> <laughs> Get everyone re-scared at nuclear... Bullshit threat coming from. Russia, oh shit! Actually. Yeah, forget about that. Because I was scared <laughs> about that. Maybe me too. Two years well, ago, I was scared my entire teenage years. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Where the wind blows. And the, all that. The, yeah, is yeah. that the one? Yeah. Was there a cartoon? I can remember That's watching it, the, the, the wind blows. Yeah. One, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and also, planet. interestingly, yeah. the 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 guy up the Raymond Briggs guy, he made the snowman that got everyone comfortable yeah. with his animation. Then he brings out a fucking nuclear disaster film. Where <laughs> an old man and woman hide under the door and all the teeth fall out. That's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> That's right. The old bait and switch. Yeah. So you watch that every Christmas and you think, fuck it, oh, you've got another film out. Pop that Is up. Alan Jones in it? We're no. walking in the we're walking on. We're walking yeah. on your skulls. Excellent. The one was, uh, remember, said for Zachariah was uh, Cut Me Deep. Deep as well. Zed for Zachariah. Yeah. What the fuck's that? Zed for Zachariah. We never. It's a book. It It was a book, and I think I'm pretty sure they did like a 70s or an 80s adaptation of it. But it's it that's based in like a a nuclear wasteland. But this Zed lives (laughs) lives in. I can't remember. So a girl lives in this park. Is it Zachariah? And it has its own microclimate, and then this guy comes in. From like the wasteland in his hazmat suit, and she like uh, doc- nurses him or whatever back to health, and then he like tries to rape her or something, and then oh, we, he goes oh, away again. We had it with Mel Gibson, didn't we? Thunderdome, Mad Max. Well, yeah, you know that yeah. was that was our generation sort of post-apocalyptic programming, wasn't it? Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. Mad Max was. Well, when we were at school, <coughs> probably um, what is it? There was two came out. One of them were an American one, um, and there was one in Sheffield. Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, 28 I, degrees. Uh, no. 28 uh, days later? No, 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 way before that. We're talking 80s, mid-80s. Oh, I thought yeah. you looked, right, you looked right, younger, Chris. Right, no, yeah. Right in the height, height of the uh, like Cold War stuff. They oh, was two... it Threads? Threads, Threads was one of them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That was the American one, and then there was an English one. Threads West. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Because one of them showed a milk bottle melting on its doorstep, didn't it? And then yeah. that's a woman, a woman pissing yeah. herself, and they were all they were all trapped in a in a milk bottle bunker somewhere. <laughs> and uh, with a sheep and eater, I, I didn't sleep for weeks. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Yeah, there's so so many fucked up films from that. And everyone, everyone yeah. was talking about it at school the next day, and everyone was terrified. Could just drop a bomb any minute? I mean, what a way to fucking terrorize an entire nation of children. Mm. I'll tell you what, though, it's, it's interesting that, you know, from the, the 1960s onwards, we have, we have sort of a counterpoint to this programming, and I would suggest that that is Star Trek. Mm. Star right? Trek yeah. is like a, a communist utopia where all yeah. your needs are met. You just hand your, your sovereignty over to Starfleet and they will look after you. We have replicator machines. There's yeah. no crime. It's like a perfect society. And yeah, it's interesting. If you, know, if, if you don't go along with the Federation, you're a Klingon, aren't you? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're Romulan. You know, you're, 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 yeah. you're a scumbag. Yeah. Enterprise, he grew me They kind of show it in the new films a bit, actually. They kind of they kind of hint towards that more than they did in the old stuff, don't they? That one when it's got uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in it, and he, he's kind oh, of yeah. uh, he's what is it in it? Can't. 
Yeah. He's calm. Uh, sorry, Dom, you're starting to buy fucking film geeks by the looks of it. Me included, by the way. Films, yeah, yeah. films and music but, were my thing, but I just can't watch all No, just saying, though, the, the, the new Star Trek films, in fact, they basically show that um, Benedict Cumberbatch was a good guy, wasn't it, kind of? Mm. And he went mm. against the Federation, but, so they went after him. Funny you mentioned Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. He was... He <laughs> Alan, uh, Is that not Alan, what you say? Because I don't know how you say it. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> it sounds good, doesn't it? Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbunch. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, was, he played Alan Turing in oh, uh, yes. Enigma Code, didn't he? And Imitation he's actually game. bloodline related to Alan Turing. Well, right. How about yeah. that one? What? Typecast. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Typecast, yeah. Um, you can't just drop that, Dom. How's he related? Um, well, they're related. They've got a royal bloodline. Benedict Cumber, uh, Benelin Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Bandersnatch. Uh, Benelin yeah. Bandersnatch. Thundersnatch. Thunder uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's got a royal bloodline. Yeah. So uh, is, um, he, is it German or English or do you no, remember? I'll tell you what, let me, let me have a look here. Oh, um, right. we're going to have to ask the book of knowledge. Uh, Jamie? Yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you where it, where it goes. We haven't got to... a young Jamie, have we? No. no. But Don's got a special, I, I imagine Don's got a special server somewhere tucked away. It's offline <laughs> for all my all my juicy all my juicy nuggets of. Well, Alan Turing goes back through uh, Henry King Henry Seventh, um, oh. uh, and they're all both related to Edmund Burford, the Duke of Somerset. Oh, no, I mean, Wagwan Farm. You're going to Somerset, yeah. Uh, mm. but yeah, they share, they share the same uh, share a similar bloodline. Wow. I tend to find that as well. It's uh, what, yeah, a, what it, a coincidence. I mean, just just the odds <laughs> that he plays him and he's yeah. related to him. I mean. Without it actually really being published, the thing if they if they made that film, they would have publicised that part of it, wouldn't you? You would, yeah, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? I think he must be an intel op because he came out of nowhere, Benelin yeah. Cumberbatch, Bandersnatch. Yeah, yeah. He came out out of absolutely nowhere, and then all of a sudden, he's the hottest thing in Hollywood. And every yeah. Hollywood movie wants this unknown English actor. I remember who seeing no one's Tinker Taylor, uh, yeah. Soldier Spy, were in that one, wasn't it, with yeah. uh, old Gary Oldman? Funny, everyone who were in that film ended up being big names, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, Gary Oldman already was, but everyone, all those people in that went on to be mm. quite big, big stars. I've not seen that one. Is that is that a, um, a Spielberg one? So it's Jean Le Carré. Jean it's Le Carré. It's a little bit cerebral for you, that. Jean Le Carré oh, worked for too hard, too military. Hard for me. Yeah. Jean Le Carré worked for military intelligence as well. Yeah, that's where he got his ideas. He worked for MI5 and MI6. That's something I wanted to ask you, Dom. You know, when you were talking earlier about. Um, Orwell and Huxley and their their intelligence agency connections. Have you any, found any connections to uh, the Beast to uh, Crowley? Between um, them two characters. To, to be fair, he's going to come into it a little bit, um, but I haven't really done massive amounts of research on him. To be honest with you, um, I, I tend to go with the sort of flow of where it takes me. Yeah, um, it's like we came across some interesting Beatles info that ties in with some work that Mark Devlin and uh, Dave McGowan. And Mike Williams has done, didn't we, uh, didn't we, Chris, uh, mm. uh, that we were speaking about that I don't really want to get into, but uh, I do, but I don't. But no, but save it, it, save it. Yeah. Mm. It, it, but what, so you, what you're doing is filling little bits in, aren't you? And then obviously it led then into... The reason I got to that part was that um, there was a link to Orwell and Columbia Records and things like this. And the Beatles were signed to Polydor, which was owned by uh, Columbia and anyway, George Martin worked for, so that's where it led down that. But the, on the Beatles, obviously, album, Sergeant Pepper, Crowley's on there, Huxley's on there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few people who are linked to Huxley on there as well. So it was quite an interesting 
um, some of the gurus are on there that the Beatles that we found that the, a lot of the gurus from India were uh, uh, came from arist aristocratic families mm. uh, that that worked for the British Raj. The family worked for the British Raj, and they were educated at Oxford and stroke Cambridge. Um, and then these gurus popped up that were teaching all this sort of twilight language to um, the Beatles and things like that. But also, Yuri Bezmenov met the one that was the Beatles, um, the, Be the Beatle Mar Maharashi uh, Manesh, or something like that it was called. Anyway, there's, I've got pictures of Yuri Bezmenov sat with him in the same time period the Beatles were with him. So KGB were wow. interested in... In, in him as well. So all this stuff seems to link together to say there's so, some kind of mass psyop going on. So those pictures, I guess, would be from the 60s. Would that be yes. when Bezmenov was still in the KGB or when after he yes. defected? Be Bezmenov was in the KGB in the part of the India office or whatever it were called. Right. Part of their, uh, That's yeah. how he escaped through That's India. how he escaped, yeah. As a hippie. Fucking hell. Yeah, he escaped that... as a hippie. So yeah. anyone who's listening who's never heard of Bezmanov, if you just go to YouTube and type in Yuri Bezmanov, you'll see all these lectures he's given where he mm. breaks down how the sort of communist mind virus infects Western societies from mm. the ground up, from the kids, from educational institutions and all the rest of it, and how they were planning the, the think, downfall think, of Western society for decades in advance. I think there's one on sheetfarm.co.uk for in there. Yeah, there's exactly. a, the, the full the full interview somewhere on there. Yeah, um, but and he's the one who famously said that with G. Ed, G. Edward Griffin. Who we can convince we can we can have a um, a concentration camp there, and we want to get people to a state where we walk them up to the concentration camp, and they deny it exists. That's what he's trying to say. I mean, we've seen a, we've seen a bit of that going on. <laughs> yeah, we've seen a lot of that. Um, don't don't believe your yeah. lying eyes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so. You know, all all these things can't be just coincidental. That um, you've got the KGB looking at all these gurus who are influencing all Western popular culture, and then there, when you read their plan, how they're going to take over the minds of people, it's exactly the same as what's really happened: drug them, etc. You know, do it through mu music and, and films and art and things like that. Um, I mean, going back to George Orwell, uh, the rights to Animal Farm was sold to the CIA. It's what? common knowledge. The, 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 so Animal Farm, was the, the animated film, was funded by the CIA. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. No. And you got two of the most famous dystopian no novels written by two guys who knew each other. Another well, two books just uh, have to be in every school in the country. To be honest, it kind of makes sense because mm -hmm. eight, uh, 1984 was, was written in 1948, so I'm guessing the animated film was maybe five or ten years later. It's the height yeah. of the Red Terror. It was during yeah. the the height of McCarthyism, where the mm, United yeah. States they were offered anyone who who smells communist. We yeah. want to know. We want but, your but name. But it's not now, list. is it? It's not now, and they're still no. It's underground it now. <laughs> they're still no. teaching it in schools, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's just uh, at your daycare and your, and your nurseries um, and your primary schools and all the rest of it. Uh, and 1984 was used by the Information Research Department of the British Intelligence Services to push the agenda around the world as well. So. The, the, these uh, things were sold to and funded by. So you have to ask yourself when you look at Orwell's work and, and Aldous Huxley and Chris pointed this out that you look at their work early on, and then you look at their work. Just let's say Orwell's last two books, 1984 Animal Farm, Wigan Pier, and all these other things were like 
that biography type social writing, commentary social commentary and the other the last two were uh, totally different and likewise with Aldous Huxley uh, a lot of his books totally different from his social commentary or his experimentation with uh, LSD and stuff like that and so you've got to ask yourself there's one story I will tell his first wife um Orwell's first wife Eileen O'Shaughnessy <laughs> Um, her school, she went back to her school when she was 29 because it was their 50th anniversary, Sunderland High School or something like that. And they wanted to work out, uh, they wanted some writings about 50 years ahead, which were 1984. This was before he, she met him, right? Bear this in mind. And she wrote a poem called 1984 before she met George Orwell. Yeah. Just a coincidence. You read too much into the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay up at night. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I will say about uh, Orwell is his genealogy is off the charts of anything ever I've ever seen. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah we, 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 we discuss as well. I mean, you've got to ask yourself. Um, Orwell, I mean, there's like two pictures of him exist, maybe three. Yeah. There's no video of him, no audio of him. You, you, you start to get the... Even the thought that maybe did he exist as as, as we're told? I mean, it'd yeah. be easy to cover up in them days that this character maybe exists for a period of time and then he didn't. Or who knows? Who knows? You know? A lot of people are saying. Uh, I've heard people say, yeah. Eric Blair. Oh, he's related to Tony Blair. Well, he's he, he's not related to Tony Blair. Not there's a there's a caveat on that, but he's not related to Tony Blair because Tony Blair isn't a Blair. No. Tony Blair uh, comes from mm. uh, his father was adopted. So he comes from a totally different lineage. His mum and dad, his grandma and granddad were vaudeville actors and actresses. And it's his grandma of that side that has the royal lineage back to Charlemagne. Uh, so there's no... There's, she was called Birds, Birdswell or something like that. Um, so that she's got the lineage back to Charlemagne through to, I think it's King Charles of Scotland and all the way through to Charlemagne. And obviously, on and on and on. Uh, is it King Charles? Not King Charles, James. <coughs> King James, James the First, or James? Is it James? The... Yeah. Anyway, well, I yeah. think it's yeah. It's one, it's one of the kings, kings of Scotland. It's James, I think it is. Oh, that's terrifying! Like you can trace yeah. Tony Blair back to Charlemagne. It's like fucking yeah. hell. Like the first <laughs> Holy Roman Emperor. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Which then goes back to the Troys and the Phoenicians. Uh, you know, it's it go, yes. It is linked to all that stuff. Nice. Uh, uh, have you? Uh, have and you so, guys... is, so is Ibiza. Ibiza's linked to the Phoenicians. But, well, the nightclubs. <laughs> well, Ibiza was uh, taken over by the Phoenicians going back. Uh, yeah, and even the, so... the Venga boys were related <laughs> to the Freemasons as well. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> have you guys looked into the beat poets? Um, yes. Like William Burroughs and Kerouac and, and all those we, guys. We did a bit in the first Orwell one, didn't we? Not Orwell, uh, mm. Brave New World Order. But it was only a play around because it led into the Esselin Clinic and things like that. But mm. what, what, like we were saying, when we start, when I start planning these things out, it doesn't actually go the way you sort of expect <laughs> it to go. Uh, and so the Beat Poets is one of those ones where I want to go eat, go deeper it's, into, it seems, into the. Uh, it seems like a movement. It seems like a psychological movement, psychological operation. Struck it certainly was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than um, more than anything else, I've I've looked at it, definitely. Yeah. Would you would you count? Um, Charles Bukowski in that, would you? Do you think? Bukowski, yeah, maybe. Wasn't he a bit... So he's a, he was a poet more than anything, that's, I suppose. Yeah, and yeah. You, you, you're fearing Lothing guy. Uh, what's he called? Uh, Hunter S. Thompson? Oh, Hunter S. Thompson, Hunter. Yeah. yeah. He's not a beat guy, but he's... No, a, he's not. no but I think he falls into that 
Yeah, uh, Gonzo. Yeah, well, it's like, um, Adrenochrome. So, um, so if you if you read uh, uh, Doors of Perception on page three, Huxley mentions Adrenochrome. Right. And, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, in what, yeah, yeah. In what and, in what context? Phil? Oh, it, it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it talks about it's, it's the um, oxidide, oxidization of adrenaline. He, he mentions it, and, and that right, so so easy that he's then talking about that is interesting. Oh yeah, talking, it's, about, it's the, talking about a drug that were invented by those conspiracy. Oh, it's a, it's a conspiracy theory drug. Except that Aldous Huxley mentions it in in nine in, in the ninth well, right? and it's then referenced by uh, Hunter S. Thompson in Fear yeah, and Loathing. Yeah. So I knew that, Fear and Loathing, that's the thing he's after. Adrenochrome. I want adrenochrome. You know, Johnny Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson was a security guard at the Esalen Institute. There we go. <laughs> Neither yeah. be prior something. to it, prior to it being the Esalen Institute, when it was a gay, gay hot bath steam uh, club, but a gay bathhouse. Yes, because Biden knows all about them as well, doesn't oh. he? The gay bathhouses. Yeah. And Hunter S. S. Thompson was um, Hunter Biden S. Thompson at the Lackland Air Force Base when Jolly West was there, who was part of the MK Ultra operations. Wow. Who's Johnny? Who's Jolly? Jolly West. Jolly, Johnny West. Jolly West was part of Sydney Gottlieb's. Uh, team oh. in the MK Ultra operation. So he and was he, a scientist, was he, rather than a participant? Yeah, he tested obviously LSD on that. And during his time there, there was a story of um, a, air, I suppose he was a part of the Air Force, uh, walking out of a woods covered in blood. And a, I think a four year old girl had gone missing, or something like that. Oh, and they found a body in the woods. So and, he was also. And he couldn't remember. Who, who he was, where he was, uh, but he'd been suffering from blind headaches without going into loads of detail. And that was Biden. Before. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> sounds Biden. like Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but Hunter S. Thompson was at Lackland Air Force Base when all this was going on. Um, and they were mentioned in the, whether it's true or not, mentioned in the Franklin cover-up. Um, some kid said that he was making video and kids getting raped and murdered. Obviously, so, no, there's no so, proof that it's just a it's just a, a comment. So, so we we went into Hunter S. Thompson quite a bit in the fir- first or the second one. I can't remember which it was, uh, part two or part one, uh, episode one or episode two. Sorry, of the Brave New World Order, and we go into that story in detail where he's there at the base at the time where they're, they're doing all the part of the MK Ultra operation, and then you get in a lot of these people around within, like, Leary and people like this who were working with Aldous Huxley um, at some of these... during uh, some of these operations and a lot of the other people. Um, Kesey, Ken Kesey, uh, he was part of it as well. Ken Kesey, um, yeah. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, he was part of, well, part of the experimentation, really. But, part of the um, Ultra programme, wasn't it? Mm. Volunteered, I think. He volunteered. Which is loosely based on what... Um, well, one flew over cuckoo's nest is really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In a mental asylum, getting shocked. So, uh... yeah. so a lot of these, a lot of these films that we're watching um, are obviously <laughs> you, you've got to. What, what, what are they actually sending out? What messages are they really? We we call the second one Twilight language because the Twilight language means um, it's like a Machiavellian language. It's a, a language that you they might be talking like we are now, just honestly, but they actually mean something else. They're talking about a totally different thing. Double speak. Double, Double speak, speak wordplay, yeah. yeah, spelling. Yeah, and no. so it's... <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot more going on, me thinks, behind the scenes with these screenwriters and things like that. Because um, you hear films, don't you? You think, well, why haven't they made a film about that book? 
but they can't get the screenplay right or they can't get the script right. They always say these type of things. And maybe that is the case. Maybe they can't get the script right for that particular book because it doesn't uh, translate correctly in the spellbound spell words that they want to use. Maybe, I don't know. I wonder what message the Barbie film is going to send out next week. <laughs> well, to Astra, Astra Z Necker, oh. <laughs> uh, who happens at Kill, she had a Barbie made after her, didn't she? So she uh, maybe did, it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to be in the movie. Dame, that might be in the movie. Dame, Dame Sarah, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Barbie doll. <laughs> she ain't no Barbie doll. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's uh, wearing a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone, someone threw up in the chat earlier. Um, interestingly, yesterday the Unabomber died. Ted Kaczynski. Have you been mm. following that? No, I didn't follow that. No. Have you? Um, I don't watch TV or news. So have I'm you uh, read the the Unabomber manifesto? No. Yeah, I might have done years ago. I might have done years I've heard, ago. I've heard of it. I won't say I know, I know it. It's really interesting. It's quite prophetic. I'll, I'll send you some links. And We're some like Boris Johnson's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Cranky's gone today as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Nicola the Sturgeon. Oh. She's gone. She's been arrested. Oh, she was released today without charge. Oh, no, she was, I, I just saw that she'd been arrested today. Yeah. Has ah. she been released? She got arrested ages ago, didn't she? I mean, she'd been released without charge pending further oh, investigation. Oh, when did she get arrested? That's what I read, anyway. Pending further cover-ups. Cover yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's> arrested <laughs> for what? What's the charge for being arrested? Just being uh, just a shit herder, I think. Uh, <laughs> that's all they can get her on. She's not corrupt. She's just got a bad herder. That's, that's, that's called that's called that's called the German Merkel haircut. That there's not wrong with that haircut. <laughs> the Merkel. <laughs> the Merkel. Merkel. I'm having a <laughs> all I can remember is there was a there was a mobile home parked on someone's mum's oh, driveway. Yeah, that was the new guy that had oh. never been used or something. Honestly. COVID. That's such the, the thinnest layer of <laughs> shit that the investigative, uh, investigative journalists are allowed to peel away. Yeah. You have no concept of how corrupt these fucking cunts are. And they're <laughs> all the same. It's like left wing, right wing, same bird. They're Absolute all the same. Power. Corrupt, throw, absolutely. Yeah, throw them all in the sea. I don't care if it's Jimmy Cranky or Kishtarami. She knows she has to me, I can blame. Uh, Bojo, the fucking clown, they're all the same. Uh... Chuck them in the fucking sea. Leave us alone. Oh, they've got, they've got everyone focusing yeah. on this bullshit story and yeah. that bullshit one about Boris Johnson. They're yeah. not focusing on any of the real stuff. No, no. no. When we won't talk about excess deaths. They're only it's only yeah. a thousand people a week yeah, in, the middle, matter, of, in the middle of summer. Three years it's after a thousand people. Pandemic? Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Don't worry about that. We'll, we'll... worry about if Boris Johnson had a fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's ridiculous hey. to say it out loud, isn't it? Hey. Yeah. Uh, Chaps, we've gone over an hour already. I could talk to you guys all night because it's fantastic. And uh, we will see you soon. We'll see you yeah. on Monday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's uh, Lytham, Lytham St. Anne's. That's yeah, all right, that's isn't it, Matt? You go to yeah. Lytham quite often. It's quite nice, isn't it? Uh, nice, Lytham isn't it? and St. Anne's is a very nice place, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd recommend both places. Just, just not where we're going. <laughs> uh, well, no, I imagine it'll be full of free thinkers. And, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And lunatics, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> Toxic conspiracy Wear some trousers, jobs. Matt, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> I might get lost if we wear me trousers. Yeah. Lost in yeah. the folds. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah, we should sign off for this part. It's been a pleasure again, Dom and Chris. Nice it's been to great, guys. Again. Yeah. Nice to meet you. See you again, guys. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been stone, a pleasure. Stone see you for one minute. We'll see you see you a week on Monday. Ciao. Uh, right. This 
is the Sheepinator 2030. It makes me go, mmm, bah. Fully ESG compliant and only £33. Available exclusively at sheepfarm.co.uk. Get one. Go and fuck yourself. And we're back. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <God. laughs> Fuck me. Like, I've not got nothing to do. The dwarfs, the cripple, and the... Giant fucking lenses. God, that was our chat with the sheep farm guys, Dom and Chris. Yep. Mm. Um, where are we going? New Horizons a week on Monday. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, I enjoyed it. It's the first time I'm meeting them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you missed the last one. No, yeah, so... No, yeah. Yeah, but no, but... Yeah. What? No! Is the audio not coming through? Yeah, it is. I think it is okay. now. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, so... No, it was good. Nice to meet them. Seemed like nice lads. Yeah, so get yourselves down to New Horizons a week mm. on Monday yeah. and uh, watch the hooks, the thing I'm going to go. And uh, if you're not, you know, already, already listening, sheepfarm.co.uk is the website. You can, uh, mm. you can watch, uh, watch, listen. To Sheep Farm. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Right. Yeah. Happy. Right, let's do some headlines. Council issues warning about scum found near twat. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a heavy headline. That I don't might. think we need to go any deeper. It's fairly clear what's going on there. Do we need to go any deeper? <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> yes. Well, what's your missus say? Uh, well, she always complains about everything, so... Everything. Mm. About the depth or what? Depth or girth? Both. Or rhythm, or... Have you seen my rhythm? <laughs> no. Well, just generally. Is it, Freestyle is jazz. It, yeah. Is it jagged? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that many uh, thrusts. <laughs> <laughs> just the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's uncanny. Uncanny. A Scottish council has issued a warning after toxic scum was found near twat. Shit. <laughs> Shetland Islands Council Environmental Health Team has found blue-green algae on the lock of North House near the village of Twat on the Shetland mainland. <coughs> it's not to be confused with the village of Twat on Orkney. Where's that? There's two Twats. There's one on Orkney and oh. one on Shetland. Mm. Nice. Uh, which is close to the lock of Board House. And as far as we know, it's scum-free. So, mm. so a lot... So, the lock near Twat on Chetney, Shetland, <laughs> on Chetney, on Orkney. It's scum free. Yeah. Scum free. Scum free. Good to know. Signs were put up around the lot yesterday warning that contact with blue green algae should be avoided and animals shouldn't drink or swim in the water. Adjoining landowners have been warned about the situation, as have NHS Shetland 
uh, they should have, you know, uh, warned the health security agency, really. I mean, I think they would be the people who would want to be informed, no? Are they advising PPA? Uh, for for the twat? For the scum. <laughs> oh, the scum. <laughs> yes, the, the, the twats. <laughs> what kind of Looking people? Scum. What would that look like? Ah, some kind of glove or a hood. Oh, a hood, perhaps, yes. A twat hood. A twat hood. To keep the scum away. Is it the scum that needs the PPE or the twat? It's definitely the twat that needs the PPE. The twat needs the PPE. The scum's, every, scum's everywhere. <laughs> you can't move the scum <laughs> north of the border. Is that what you say? I think I might set fight at carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it's having the carpet in my slippers. Anyway, uh, yeah. Hey, and you know he's worried. Anglers, anglers will be worried about that scummy are, yeah. twat. The scums, the scum twats. Additional water treatment to destroy or remove toxins may be applied. The council says the actions they're currently taking are precautionary. People who spot blue green algae at other locations in Shetland are asked to submit a notification using the free Blooming Algae app. Oh, right, so if you find any any scum round your twat. You need to notify the NHS via oh the Blooming God. Algae app. Will there be an alert on my phone? Oh, one of those emergency alerts. Yes. I don't know. I switched them off and it worked for me. I didn't get it. So oh, right. Okay. Other people said it didn't, didn't they? Yeah, Helen in the uh, in the Berkshire. Helen of Berkshire. <laughs> in the uh, element. Yeah. I believe hers went off, did it not? Even though she turned it off. There was somebody else, I think, in element said it went off. Is Yeah, I don't know if it was Helen or not. Yeah, and we'll get them for climate pretty soon as well. I was sure. expecting one this weekend because we were talking about that new yellow, red, green health alert warning for heat in the UK. Yeah, but it's well, just it's just another bit of colour on the weather map. It's just a bit stabbed in to yeah, point out. It's, it's just warm, isn't it? It's been it nice, actually. Like, you know, yeah, look nice. after people. Could Make sure people are hydrated. Keep hydrated. Look after, look after your dogs. Don't leave your dogs in the car. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. about it, right? We don't need a government warning beamed into everyone's fucking eyeballs. It was nice. What else are they going to do? You could, you could, we, exactly, yeah. They need something to do. Something they need to spend do. the money that Quite, we're giving them. Do they used so to be Quangos? Yeah, yeah. Don't mention it anymore. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Twat is located <laughs> within the parish of Sandsting on the Shetland mainland. The name originates from the Old Norse, Freit, meaning... <laughs> meaning small parcel of land, which is usually translated to the place name element Thwaite. Thwaites's? Thwaites's pubs? Thwaites's brewery? (coughs) The name regularly features in roundups of the rudest place names in the UK, alongside Bitchfield, (laughs) Wet Wang, Shitterton, (laughs) and Fingering Hole. Nice. Well, <laughs> oh my God! Is, is this a native ad? I would like to. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to own a place in Shitterton or Fingering Hole. <laughs> it would be, uh, yeah, sure it'd be lovely. Where is Shitterton in the uh, grand scheme of things? Uh, yeah, probably down south. Right? Yeah. Would you sounds, not say? Sounds it. Yeah. Down some crevice somewhere. Yeah, near Fingering Hole. Probably. Don't mix up your shittertons with your fingering holes. No. Why have I lost? Honestly, OBS is going to fucking be the death of me. Why am I on housekeeping? 
I should be on headlines. Here we go. Here we go. Fuck me. Where have you all gone? Right. But that we've had that one, haven't we? We've had mm-hmm. the scummy twat. Right, next. Sorry. Bear with me. I'm <laughs> bear with me because Phil Phil's been drinking since twelve. So. I, have, I, have, I have I have right. I've been drinking since twelve because it's been it's been none... in my defense. <laughs> Right, it's been Nana's birthday today. So we're 10 so, hours in. <laughs> yeah, so I've been drinking for 20, 10 hours, plus we've got new technology, and at the end of the day... I only learned to use this equipment recently, and I'm hoping my skills are up to the job. And I'll probably, I'm probably mm. failing, aren't I? But, you know... Is he talking about the sheepinator? I find that clip a bit disturbing, if I'm being honest. It is. God, the, that's the, screaming, what it's meant to the screaming Sam Neill. <laughs> it's like gone. a skateboarder's trick. Tony Hawk. Yeah, it's like a, a screaming. I'm doing a screaming oh, Sam Neill. Excellent. Uh, right, we'll skip this one. Can't bother with this one. Wow. Okay. The origins of masturbation. Oh, we'll Trace the pirates thirty forty million years ago. Time right? time is short. We need to. Oh, cheese company castrates I Dorset. Saw this. So the cheese. Company... Can you read the headline first? <laughs> yeah, read people it. listen. Oh, you know? cheese, cheese company castrates Dorset's Kern Abbas Giants, which I've seen. Is it Kern? <laughs> or is it Kern? Sin? Kern CERN is the underground. Uh, yeah, no, that's what I mean. I wonder if it was. I thought it was a link between cheese and um, dark matter or something. Yeah, particle cock accelerator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no. CERN is in Switzerland. It's a particle accelerator that's underground. Yeah. It, pro- it featured prominently in Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code. Does it? And it was. It was. Uh, What's the god particle? What's the name? Higgs boson. The Higgs boson. So it's credited with identifying the Higgs boson, but we are talking about this a giant, uh, penis. This, this is a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Kern Abbas Giant is a big chalk penis. image of a, a guy with a an erect phallus and a club uh, wielded above his head, I believe. Which, and, uh, which one's the phallus? He wields his phallus above his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's got a direct <laughs> club between his legs. <laughs> Only to show off, isn't so, it? So, yeah, um, and Dorset Cheese Company. I can't remember the name of the cheese company, but they're quite famous. Right, well, Cathedral after. City? No, not as famous as that. <laughs> um... We name some cheese. Uh, Dairy Lee. <laughs> it might be Dairy Lee. the only two I know. Anyway, Dairy Lee, Kraft, have, yeah. uh, have decided to have an image of the giant on their packaging. However... He has been uh, emasculated. They um, removed the cock. They've removed the cock and just put a belt on him. <clears throat> oh, on the picture of the cheese? Yeah. On the cheese packaging? Yeah, so as right. not to offend I thought they'd gotten, they'd... people who don't like chalk outlines of penises. I mean, have you, have you ever been younger than 20 in your life? You'll have seen a, a chalk outline of a penis somewhere. Yeah. So well, I don't know. I don't know why they did it. Well, uh, well, maybe we shall see. I've got the article here. A cheesemaker has been accused of emasculating Dorset's CERN giant by censoring the naked figure's appendage on its packaging. The Oxford Cheese Company has been slammed for featuring an image of the giant on its CERN Abbas Man vintage cheddar, minus the figure's oversized phallus. The manufacturer has been accused of censoring the giant's manhood. To avoid causing offence among the woke. <laughs> Is that why they've done it? <laughs> That's in quotes. It's wow. in quotes. 
Woke people. Hate the manufacturers penises. were accused of censoring the giant's manhood to avoid causing offence among, quote, the woke. The woke? The woke, yeah. People who were offended by masculinity. Have you not watched Disney in the last five years or Marvel or Star Wars? Everything is being demasculated. It's part of the culture war. Okay, more penis in Star Wars, please. Well, just strong male characters would be a good thing. Like, Should I would we get like, the Abbas giant in? I would like my children to have someone that they could look up to in the media. You know, some sort of role model. We had we had Luke Skywalker when we were growing up. Who else did we look up to? That guy with a penis on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> who else were your idols? Probably WWF wrestlers, people who were masculine and inhibited the... The Dutch. virtues, Christ, we've forgotten this, that there are certain virtues related to masculinity. And, um, it's time to regret asking. <laughs> you know, I, I can sympathise. Well, I've, I've got daughters, it doesn't matter. Who are your daughters going to meet? They're going to meet a man-child, Peter Pan. On, you know, they're going to meet a, a useless male. It's in all our best interests to have strong masculine role models for our kids. Mm-hmm. No, maybe not. Well, I'm, I'm throwing, throwing smoke into the fire. This is what it's all about. This is what the whole Bud Light thing, everything, the whole culture wars. But people don't. People are just fucking glaze over. They don't understand what's going on. It's been going on since 2014. This. I don't yeah, people don't get it. No, not until it's too late. But whatever. Let's carry on with the story. At 180 feet. The CERN giant is Britain's largest and possibly best-known chalk hill figure. Various theories are about the club-wielding giant and his mysteriously large appendage. <laughs> Many believe the carving is an ancient fertility symbol, whilst others say it depicts the Greco-Roman hero Hercules. Or Heracles. In 2021, after extensive scientific analysis, National Trust archaeologists conclude the giant was probably constructed in late Saxon period. Now, in November, uh, uh, sorry, now in 2023, the emission of the giant's genitalia from jeans packaging has sparked outrage. Vic Irvin, head brewer at CERN Abbas Brewery, was left apoplectic after discovering the famous landmark had been castrated and believes the giant has been watered down to, the, to spare the blushes of the easily offended. He's been emasculated, <laughs> Mr. Irvin said. I, I think I think the cheese manufacturers are terrible rotters for taking our giant and taking his penis off him. I feel as if it were my own one that was taken off. It's terrible. <laughs> the brewery's own product imagery features the giant in all his naked glory. Mr. Irving said the company is strongly proud of Dorset's heritage. To deface a national monument to sell some smelly old cheese is a bloody disgrace, he added. Asked whether he thinks the cheese manufacturer should apologise over the cock-up, the head brewer said, I just want them to stop doing it, and for God's sake, I hope they don't send us any cheese because we won't eat it. It's just terrible. I don't know why they're doing it. If you're going to use the giant, use the giant. Don't take his appendage off him. It's worn it down in case they upset people. It's not on. An erect penis is an erect penis. Truth. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a good accent, Phil. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty close to my accent. It's good to hear from someone who will only eat penis cheese. 
Yeah, Hagrid's, Hagrid's like, um, is missing, is AWOL in uh, the Deathly Hallows. I haven't been able to do Hagrid's voice. And Snape, Snape is dead. Mm, so, spoilers. Uh, so I haven't been able to do Sarah Snape at all. He's dead, and Dumbledore's dead. Everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah, everyone's dead apart from Harry and Hermione and, and mm. Ron and uh, Lupin's still around. You'll have to read him Die Hard if you want to do Snape's voice again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Where's it gone? Still there. I can't see it. Oh, no, no, it's gone. Where's the headline gone? It's just disappeared, hasn't it? It's gone with the penis. It's Honestly. red. It's red up there. Why is it red? That's why. Better click it. <laughs> We've done this one. Oh, my mm. gosh. Honestly, I'm going to throw OBS in the bin. <laughs> I think that was the last one. It probably was. It was. Look, we've gone round the horn. He glossed over the masturbation. Yeah. Oh, thumb foot for that. Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping. Bridges is asking about Dobby. <laughs> this is a value for value podcast, Harry Potter. If you want to return some value, you can do it this way. Can't you, Harry? <laughs> Dobby is a free elf, Harry Potter. Please stop. <laughs> Word of mouth is my favourite way to return value. Um, sharing links in your Telegram groups, your uh, mm. Facebook groups, your uh, Discord servers, wherever you are online, if you can share links. And Dobby will be very happy. <laughs> he died. We did the chapter where he died a couple of nights. God, he's dead as well. <laughs> Dobby's <laughs> dead. Oh, my God, and these little cotton socks. Oh, gross. Uh. Yeah. How else can you become a producer for the Amish Inquisition podcast? You could buy some produce from the Amish loot chest. Oh, I thought I was going to get a five-seconds break there, but no. <laughs> we're going to part two, and we'll go down to the housekeeping, and we're not going to go... We're missing the artwork. We're not doing art. It's all comments. We're going down to... The uh, merch, because you won't believe this, we have a list of housekeeping things we have to do, yep. and it starts at the top, but you can just skip a few. Just go down to the bottom, it's fine. Fuck lists. It would really make things easier for me, and it would also bake it into your head, so you would know how to do it each week. Bake. Buy some Amish cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> just cocks. Would you like some massive pig nuts on a mug? Well, we That's, got you covered. I mean... Mm, we, we got you covered, man! We don't censor our mugs. Save Plotland. Wow. What, else, what else can you get from the Amish loot chest? Link in the show notes, by the way. Three weeks to flatten the earth. T-shirt. Is that it's the... It's strong, man. That is That's a strong a T-shirt. T-shirt. It's a sick design. <laughs> From Lee and the Big Conspire. Oh yeah, Lee, uh, the Big Conspire podcast. You should mm. be listening to them if you're not already. Yeah, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever uh, you get your podcast. Sign up for the newsletter. You've just oh. missed one. All oh, right, I'll get rid of this. Oh, newsletter. Sorry. Um, yeah, sign up for the newsletter. It comes out at the end of the month or the beginning of the month. End of the month or the beginning of the month. What's the newsletter? Beginning called? of the month. Uh, they Rumspringer. 
That's it. He's like, mine must have gone into the trash. These guys, you know, these guys are, are acting like they've like they've not even subscribed or opened <laughs> any of our newsletters. I, I mean, they're really good at acting, aren't Straight to spam. I have. It's like a, <laughs> I oh, no, not yeah. I have subscribed. It's, to and, be fair, you have subscribed, and, so thanks for that. Support me in that way. And I have read it, the one that I received, and then the other one didn't come. There you go. And I subscribe using the... Amishmatic google.com Amish, Amish Ben doesn't subscribe to newsletter. <laughs> Amish Ben has too many a, clicks. It's one click too many. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not a QR code. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else can you do? How else can you Yeah, you get um what do you get? You get a preview of who's coming on in the next month in the newsletter, um probably some memes, some articles, some jokes, and a ten percent discount. For the loot chest. Yeah, which we've already talked about. It would have been nice to go into it then. But... Oh, I see what you've done. That, that <laughs> yeah. would have been a good segue. There's almost it? method in this madness. A QA. What else can you do? How else can you become a producer? Um, you can leave us a review. <laughs> have we had word of mouth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about comments? We got a nice com- uh, highlighted a comment this week on Please YouTube. Please tell me it's not from Rumble or... <laughs> <laughs> it's not from BitChute. No. BitChute, we get the best comments on BitChute. That's where we get accused of being Freemasons. <laughs> uh, Freemason satanic shills. No, but this is a YouTube comment. I hope I've done this. I'm going to click this and hope it works. It may not. Oh, it there has. It is. Right, so this is 21 hours ago from Michelle Miller. It's hot. And it says, uh, time and space don't... This is That's in... a strong opening. <laughs> <laughs> this is in uh, reply to our show with Ethan Indigo earlier in the year when we were talking about um, sacred geometry and occult physics. Yeah, I think that was a, that was a hard one for me. Yeah, you can read this one. Someone else can read it. Right, time and space don't exist is my understanding. But thank you guys for a very important video for people to learn about. We're all multi-dimension and can go out of 3D to higher. It, it just all depends on your frequency because we're all frequency and vibration. Yeah. God true. slash creator slash source started in the void and then came to a point of light and so on and so on. Everything was created from and here we are. Raise your vibes knowing that we're all super powerful, infinite, living, peaceful, spiritual beings, which I believe looks to be an acronym. Spilps. Um, having a human. <laughs> we're all spilps. Having a human experience. Much love for your doing to help people understand this subject. That's good. I, so I, I thought that was a good comment. A lot That's of thought nice. went into that. A lot of words went into it. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of thought as well. Don't disparage people who actively comment. I'm trying to grow this community rather than disparage them. Grow. Uh, what else? Any other ways to become a producer? There must be, surely. Join the element server. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and you can leave links for articles and news videos if they're very long, timestamp them. Elements um, like uh, Discord, but we're not allowed a Discord server anymore, so we have to have an element. So it's it's a bit clunky. Like everyone who's moved over has said it's a bit clunky and they've had to be shepherded in. It's uh, a bit weird with adding the rooms. It's a yes, bit, I don't understand to this day how that works, but I've got all the rooms now. Yeah. And you can always ask in because I think it lands you in the general chat, doesn't it, or something? Mm. I think the point is is that we can't be shut down on the element. Whereas the, the Discord just yeah. wipes us out. I just walk up to an email one day. Sorry, your server and the hundred people who are in it are, are now terminated with no explanation. Mm. And and it seems that with element that is no longer possible. So. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, once you're in it, it gets easier. Yeah, once it's once it's all set up, and you're yeah. over you're over the hilt, um, <laughs> it's fine. Then at that point, it all makes sense. Um, you can send us birthday shoutouts, uh, guest suggestions, and focus chi requests. Is your chi depleted? Have you yep. got something? <laughs> have you got something big coming up that needs oh, a little yeah. bit of a, a chi top up? Big trophy. Um, Show me what you got. <laughs> have you run over a small animal recently? Mm, yeah. So you know no. these are all <laughs> these are all reasons why you might like to request some chi. Just to read, and you can do balance. that, and it's free as well. It's free, free chi, unique. It's unique to this podcast. There's no other podcast There's offering to focus laser guided chi into your prostate mm. or your pineal gland. You know, you aim for the prostate in the men, just the men. You know, I aim for the pineal gland, the third eye, and you are like a shotgun. I just like to spray it all over the place, all over the buttocks. Yeah. Well, yeah, dump it on the buttocks. Yeah. <laughs> God. Why not? <laughs> Gross. What's the best way to become producer? Uh, toss a coin. Absolutely. Toss a coin to your witcher. Toss a coin. Oh, Do it for the lads. The lads. Oh, lads. Lads. You know, we know they know doing. what they're doing, Leia. If you go toss to thearmistinquisition.com or the element server, you'll find a PayPal button there and you give us a one-off donation, sign up for a monthly recurring sustaining donation and um, help us keep the lights on, pay for the gear and stuff. And the, the running costs. And you get a producer credit. These credits are real. It's like mm. Hollywood. I, I know. Yeah. Every show notes, every episode show notes, we have a list of producers. And you can put it on your LinkedIn, on your curriculum vitae, mm. on yeah. your... Uh, what else? What's, what's take, the... take you to your casting interviews. Casting couch. Casting mm. couch, yeah. What's the, is it, what's the uh, big uh, film school? It's called Rhoda? Rider? Rhoda. It might be Rhoda. No, it's not Rhoda. What is it? Rhoda. Rhoda. Rhoda, yeah. Oh, I'm a producer for the Armist Inquisition, episode 284 <laughs> with Sheet Farm, you see, because yeah. I provided some shit hot artwork. Absolutely. So it, it's all real. So I think it's time, isn't it? I think it's about time we bigged up those, those man fuckers. Dems. It's time to big up the man Dems, yo. Right, producers for episode 284. We have Nicholas, Alaya, Helen, Emma, and. Average fucking horticulturalist. Nice. Can't believe I said that. Yeah. So amazing in there. Oh, Willie G. Love. Literally. The best mate. Duh, duh, duh. Congratulations on becoming a doctor of thugonomics. The current great the doctor of thugonomics. Homophobe. The winds. Giant fucking lenses. Chest feeding. Communist. Base Sigma Chad. Baby penis. Inner asshole. These clockwork clowns. The dime bar. The number 11. The bee gun on the bus. The blind man. The big chungus. The cripple and the mother. Let me pick you in. From hell. Mailon. Thanks for your support for another week. It means the world to us. Keep it coming via the email, the element, wherever it is. Instagram, we had um, Emma sent lots of stuff on Instagram, which we will come to very soon. And, wow. uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, end of show ISOs. That's the point. 
You know, I mentioned uh, last week. Oh, did you get in? Uh, no. Oh. No, but I mentioned on our show that we have end of show ourselves we every do. week. We do, yeah. And I encourage submissions. And yeah. what happened? Ask and the Lord shall provide. We had a submission for an has, end of show. Has God been in touch? <laughs> Sorry? Has God been in touch? He has via Excellent. Instagram. And uh, we had an end of show submission provided this week. We'd like to hear it. I would. Yeah, yeah, go on then. Okay, here we go. Do you like that? <laughs> do you like that? I, I kind of do. Yeah. It's uh, Fred Dibner. <laughs> Steeplejack. Do you like that? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. From Emma yeah. Bridges. Was it good? It was good. I liked it. I, I mean, like there's it. no competition, to be fair. No. I, I don't think it's fair for Emma to go head-to-head with me, <laughs> is it? Because I am the... When it comes to end of show, I show, I sells, I'm kind of the master, aren't I? Yeah, the podfather <sighs> mark too. Yeah, what about this one? We are a bunch of chicken-livered shits. That's Good. quite good. You like a nice Sosceles triangle? <laughs> <laughs> I could do a combo. I could do a live combo. Would it be uh, chicken-livered shits and then I like that? So I could do this at the end. We are a bunch of chicken-livered shits. <laughs> do you like that? <laughs> yeah. We'll do that then. We'll do a combo. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a combo. Do. Right. Thank you for that, Emma. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah thanks. Very kind thanks. Of you. And encourage more people to do more end of show isols. We need them. Uh, Holly Willoughby made a first reappearance on this morning. Oh, no. I've not watched it. I've been trying to. <laughs> Have you not watched it? it? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't want my uh, skin to peel off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I only wanted to play the last 10 seconds, oh, but I want to make you watch it now. Okay. Right. <laughs> Deep breath. Firstly, are you okay? I hope so. Feels uh, very strange. And uh, she's completely tripping over her words. You say in the first ten feels seconds. very strange. Yeah, feels very strange. Nice. Especially, okay. Her brain. Shadow talk. What were they talking about, the lads? Yeah, Twilight uh, talker. That's what she's doing. Her fembot brain just goes into meltdown at the start. Maybe after. Are you saying no sound? On the clip. Oh, Willie G. Willie G. never seems so sus. So sus. So sus. Events to electric. Still says mute output, is that? Yeah, that's right. Right. Deep breath. Firstly, are you okay? I hope so. Feels very strange indeed sitting here without Phil. And I imagine that you might have been feeling a lot like I have. Shaken, troubled, let down, Stinking rich. worried for the well-being of people on all sides of what's been going on, and full of questions. You, me, and our love and support to someone who was not telling the truth, who uh. acted in a way that they themselves felt that they had to resign from ITV and step down from a career that they. Let's go back. Let's try it again. Right. Deep breath. Firstly, are you okay? I hope so. Feels very strange indeed sitting here without Phil. And I imagine that you might have been feeling a lot like I have. Shaken, troubled, let down. Audio coming through now? Sound. Yeah, sound. Right, so I'm going to have to go through every single clip and alter that now. Yeah. That's why I fucking hate computers, man. <laughs> they are shit. The shit. Uh, it's okay now. Worried for the well-being of people on all sides of what's been going on and full of questions. 
You, me, and all of us at this morning gave our love and support to someone who was not telling the truth, who acted in a way that they themselves felt that they had to resign from ITV and step down from a career that they loved. She's let down, isn't she? she did she say they themselves rather than Phil himself? You don't want to misgender <laughs> them. Them. <laughs> she definitely said Phil... This feels strange. Feels strange. At the yeah. beginning, she said, "Feels strange." She's, she's totally tripping over her words at the beginning. It's it's wild. Mm. She malfunctions. Right. Deep breath. Firstly, are you okay? I hope. Are you? Are you okay? She doesn't okay. say, "Are you okay?" She says something completely different. She trips over it. Are you mm. okay? Right. Deep breath. Firstly, are you okay? I hope so. Feels very strange indeed. Feels very strange strange indeed. Yes. And I imagine that you might have been feeling a lot like I have. Shaken. Well, her entire career is on the line. You know, know. what's she making a year? Three, four million a year? She don't want want to... 50 grand she's on apparently from ITV. Well, she... Right, okay. Plus, uh, how much does he make off her job? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, Her endorsements, her deals on Instagram. Right, so she's she's living the the lifestyle for this. She doesn't want to fuck that up. No, that's why the pressure is on because yeah, she wants yeah, to yeah. continue her lifestyle. There's, no, there's no morality yeah. in it. Trouble felt that they had to. I think what unites us all now is a desire to heal for the health and well-being of everyone. I hope that as we start this new chapter and get back to a place of warmth and magic that this show holds for all of us. We can find strength in each other. Need to get Gino back, don't we? Just a bit yeah. light-hearted, a bit of a, a rapey Italian floated around. What well, didn't he? Did he get put in jail, Gino? I don't know. He, he was famously uh, the thing I've read is that he uh, burglarized <laughs> uh, Gordon Ramsay's house. All right, well, I wonder what he saw in Gordon Ramsay's house. So apparently he went to prison for that, um, and now they're mates. I think Gordon Ramsay might have given him a job or something. I bet he gave him a job. A wee jobby. A wee jobby. Mm. We've heard rumours about Gordo, haven't we? Have we? Oh, have you not? No. From our... Are you playing... Coy. No. What's the Gordon Ramsay conspiracy? Oh God, our, our is journal- not actually a chef. <laughs> no, our journalist friend. Our whose friend? Our journalist friend. Which one? The one oh, who worked no, in right, journalism. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know what you said you about... I don't about know. the super injunction on Ramsay. I've not heard about that, no. I've but, heard about the other ones. Oh, well, the other chefs. Yeah, there's, it's full of them, basically. All the celebrity chefs. Well, no, the uh, a lot sports of them. presenter is the main one that I... I remember oh. him talking about. Oh, right, yes. The uh, Tottenham player. Yeah. And Leicester Crisp fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> subtle, subtle, <laughs> subtle. He is like the FA Cup. Yeah. And from my heart, can I just say thank you for all of your kind messages and thank you for being here this morning. Myself, Josie, Dermot, Alison, Craig and every single person that works on this show will continue to work hard every single day to bring you to this show that we love. So, on that note, Josie, come here, come here, you bring it in. Oh, bring it. God, I mean, the th- it's awful, isn't it? I mean, the thought I had here, I had here, was, is uh, this Josie Thank woman you. some kind of Nephilim? Thank you. I need Josie. She was in. Uh, was it Big Brother? She was in. 
She was a got famous off Big Brother, didn't she? <clears throat> yeah. Why is she so giant? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, we can do that. Or is, is Holly a tiny, tiny woman? No, she's one of those people who's famous for gaining and losing weight. She, they don't even look like the same species. <laughs> Josie's <laughs> pretty, pretty Josie looks twice the size. She's a big unit there, isn't she? Unless, is Holly, is Holly Willoughby like five foot? That's what I'm asking. Like, is she tiny and Josie's massive? Or is Josie's, there some... That, some that's some, a cliff. <laughs> Josie's massive. This is some Nephilim blood. The family that we are. Exactly. Exactly. I like the big woman. <laughs> <laughs> I like the big woman. Dwarven. <laughs> Boy, it's Bri- Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> I can't Brienne of Tarth, Austin, this, this morning. Why are you giggling? You know we're doing a podcast. Five foot eight is about. Who is? Hello, Wilbooby. She's five foot eight, right? Yeah. Well, Josie's a friggin' Nephilim, then. Right, okay. She slayed go. Goliath. Josie. Who weren't David. Is she Gibson? Called Josie Gibson. I don't know. That's the end of the clip. Let's move on. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I got this clip from Aldi. One meter eight. So, yeah, she's six foot. <laughs> One meter no, eight. No, no, no. No, that's not right, is it? <laughs> One meter eight, what? One meter. 1.8 meters. I think I got the Hollow Willoughby one wrong. Yeah, oh, I yeah. would say she's five foot three, five foot four. Apocalypse but might we don't need to. Fa- she's, you I, guys can fact check this. We don't have to do it live. Can we get off our phones and carry on with the show, please? Because we have a clip from Aldi. This is an Aldi in London. So look at this. You're in London. You're on a business trip. You're staying in Greenwich. And you want to buy some food. Exactly. I w- I'd rather shag her than fight her. Well, you have is to... the term, isn't it? <laughs> oh, right, okay. You want a right hand off There's it. No well, maybe, way. maybe you would have want a right hand off it. No. Yeah. Grip strength. What's going on here is people being strip searched to go... Oh, no, no, you don't even get in. Let's watch. Let's continue. <laughs> so you're going to the local oldies, like this one, and you think, I'm going to go in here and buy some food so that I can feed myself. No sound. Subtitled. Honestly, I'm fucking. I hate this. Right, so I got to here, click it off, back on again, and then it works. Was it not the bottom two? Nah, it's different for each one. No. (laughs) So look at this. You're in London. You're on a business trip. You're staying in Greenwich, and you want to buy some food. So you go into the local oldies, like this one, and you think, I'm going to go in here and buy some food so that I can feed myself. Still playing up. I can't believe it. Honestly. Uh, uh. I'm going to mute that, but that's right. That's how it should be. Audio, audio input capture. And then you approach the barrier, and look, you can't even get in the shop without having a QR code to scan here, or to scan here. We'll just have to talk them through it. So some guy's gone to an Aldi in central London, and you can't get in the store without... um, 
there's a barrier like in a train station and you have to scan a QR, QR code to get access to the store. So basically, is it going to be that you have to scan the thing to get in and then it's all just done on your phone? That's what it is now. That's what I mean, yeah. What happens now. if you jump the gates? <laughs> but it's not like that in Preston, yeah. is it? Or what happens if you jump the gate? Free food. <laughs> but do you get arrested then for shoplifting? Maybe. Or just full of bullets. Maybe you get shot as a terrorist. Like, uh, what was the, the Brazilian De guy? Menezes. De Menezes. He jumped over a barrier and got shot and killed, didn't yeah, he? He did. On the underground, yeah. Maybe don't no try that. About that don't, don't try that, Ben. Just use your scan your crew. I will try shopping in Aldi anyway, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, how long will it be till every store's like this? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ten minutes. Well, if, if you use cash, then maybe it will delay it slightly. Cash. I've not seen a new... F- uh, is there any king King money yet? Is that out in the... I've not seen any miles. No. Mm. I think there's some 50p's that might be coming soon. So, right. Yeah. Can't wait. Mm. Oh Maybe they're gosh. just going to say, no, he's not having his money and you have to pay. He's going to be like King well, Crypto. I mean, There's sausage... no point having fresh money for three years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sausage fingers is going to be dead before, you know, the next couple of years. So what's the mm. point minting all that shit? Exactly. With fortune. Short runs. Let's move on. Uh, Tedros. The emergency phase of the COVID-19 pandemic is now over. This is the head of the WHO. Is Ted Ross. What, just now? What? Is what? it only just finished now, the emergency? Bit? Yes, from this week, yeah. Okay. Well, they announced it, I think, three, four weeks ago, right. that the emergency phase was over. Oh, that's good. The COVID pandemic of uh, Dr. Ted Ross. Investments in digital infrastructure remain an important resource for health systems and for economies and societies at large. Like many countries, the European Union made significant investments in COVID-19 certificates to help people move around as safely as possible during the pandemic. The European Union's certification system was used by all 27 EU member states and more than 50 other countries. Building on the success of the EU system. So it's talking about the um, the Talk to silence. <laughs> the, they're talking about um, the EU developed the COVID pass. So if you wanted yeah. to travel within the EU, you had to uh, scan a QR code, a bit like Aldi, mm. uh, to show that you'd been uh, you'd had the re- the required amount of jabs, mm. whatever the public health authorities decided was the correct amount of jabs, whether it was two, three, four. Five. It's up to them. You don't get a say if you sign up to the system. Mm. Maybe it's one every year. That's fine. And so the the uh, WHO have taken this system from the EU and they're deciding to, to roll it out worldwide, which will be good, won't it? If you want to travel. It's coming to Aldi first. Presumably, so, yeah. Oh, is, is, so this, is this still about having a COVID uh, vaccine? Oh, well, well, now, but it'll tell us where it's going. WHO is proud today to launch the Global Digital Health Certification Network. The Global Digital Health Certification System is what it's called. Pork. Pork. So thank you so much to European uh, Union for the excellent certification system. So it's thanking the EU for putting all the legwork in and funding the uh, substructure, the, the technology that goes behind it, and now WHO are going to take this on board and roll it out worldwide. 
Mm. We'll take it from here, boys. Exactly. System that you have transferred to us, and we have the chance to build on it. WHO will begin operations of the network today with the existing... So starting today. This is fresh from this week. This is happening now, this week. ...COVID-19 certificate as a global public good. Soon after, we will expand this infrastructure. Oh, right. So now we're going to expand. Soon after, once we've got the COVID stuff, we're going to expand this infrastructure. ...by incorporating other use, such as a digitized international certificate of vaccination so an international digitized certificate of vaccination that's top of the list routine immunization cards a routine immunization cards and international patient summaries and international patient summaries so any illnesses you maybe have maybe you, you you're gonna have to share that information with this guy who who elected this guy i can't remember now yeah, no one, no one. He's totally unaccountable. He's a he's a he's a techno twat. He's a techno twat, a bureau twat. Doesn't look like he listens to techno, but you know, it's always the quiet ones. Mm. Is you know, it's a bit uh, scary, isn't it? Like you say, that somebody um, who's unelected, no accountability, has that uh, weight of influence over national and international policy and health policy and where did he get the technology from another bunch of techno twats the eu but i suppose they're that, not elected this is the, uh, the the global they spent all the eu citizens money developing this software it's unaccountable really yeah i know that's the way it's going unfortunately Way to put a downer on things. Oh. I, for one, welcome our reptilian overlords. <laughs> it would be funny if they all turned into lizards. Just unzipped. <laughs> I mean, uh, I... was alive unzipping. Ike has, got a, Ike has got a point. They are lizards. They have a, a reptilian brain. Yes. They're psychopaths. Mm-hmm. They have no... Oh, you know. Do you know about psychology? <laughs> no, not really, but... They have no empathy. That's the idea, isn't it? So, you know, people who get to the top of hierarchies tend, you know, comes into it, I suppose, but um, tend not to give a shit about other people. No, fuck them, because I'm all right, Jack. Because that's how you normally, that's how you get to the top of business and all that kind of thing, by crushing your enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Leave them driven before you. And hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> what is best in life, Conan? Still it. Yeah, exactly. The so, enemies. But that tends it tends to be the way. And, you know, the kind of... I was going to say, you, you know, some people with psychopathic tendencies that come from a... Uh, maybe like a, a, a better-off background tend to go into business and they're lauded for their kind of... Uh, business achievements you know becoming captains of industry or whatever or law or law yeah Yeah. and then or doctors or surgeons and stuff and then um people who come from less well-off backgrounds tend to go into you know crime and things like that or end up in mental hospitals and you know there's a there's an element some people say of like social engineering around it which psychopaths start podcasts (laughs) 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 it's just sociopaths 
that, that's better, right? <laughs> yeah, that so. means you're fine. <laughs> it's further up the alphabet. <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> In Right, um, you won't hear this, but I've got this uh, clip. This is from Sheep Farm's YouTube channel, by the way. You should subscribe to Sheep Farm if you're not already listening. And this is a clip of Tony Blair from back in the day, back in 2006, I think. You'll enjoy this. The information held on you and your children. This is a BBC interview. This is this health card thing. Oh, no, no, this is... No, this is thought crime. This is Minority Report. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Will be used to stop crimes being committed even before they've taken place. If we're not prepared to predict and intervene... If we're not prepared to predict and intervene, Tony Blair says, on the 31st of August 2006... Far more early... Far more early than... There are children that are going to grow up in families... There are children who are going to grow up in families that we know perfectly well are... That we know perfectly well are... Completely dysfunctional and... Completely dysfunctional and... The kids a few years down the line... The kids a few years down the line... Are going to be a menace to society... Are going to be a menace to society... And actually a threat to themselves. And a threat to themselves. Look at the gaping. He, he still <laughs> works. On. He still works for the BBC. He's a, a business correspondent. So Can't they, remember his name. Are they going to go rounding up um, people from working class backgrounds? Oh, wait, we're not. We're only fifteen seconds. Yeah, the money shots come in, man. Watch. I'm interested in how early because. So the BBC interview says, "How early? How early can we?" I'm interested in how early we can perceive these thought crimes. <laughs> A lot of the evidence suggests you need to be getting in there. Because well, uh, a lot of the evidence suggests that you need to be getting in there really early, like 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 preschool, like primary school, like nursery age. While the child is still in nappies. While the child is still in nappies. Or pre-birth, even. Or pre-birth. <laughs> Just get in there pre-birth. Just take the baby. Or pre-birth, even. Or pre-birth, even. Or pre-birth, even. Fuck. Sterilise the ah. stupid. Is that what he's saying? Oh, right, yes, you get in the eugenics. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I heard, a, I, I heard a documentary on eugenics. Yeah, so Tony, Tony B. Liar, Bill Gates, Schwab, it's all the same thing. Eugenics. That's the underlying current. And you can go and watch them. What's that, 2006? What was that? 17 years ago? Yeah. Flat out on Newsnight on the BBC. Pre-birth. We'll take we'll take him out before they're born. These scrolls. Yeah, get in the sea. And yet he is appearing at the World Economic Forum every year. Tell us about digital security and your ID cards and your health security pass and what a great job the WHO is doing so you can wave your QR code. I'd like to go to Davos one day. Yeah, I'd set it on fire. Get tickets. <laughs> I can't go now. Obviously, he said that on a live podcast. Why would you want to go? It looks fancy. Go skiing. Yeah. Mm. It does look nice, doesn't it? Do you not go skiing like when all the fucking reptiles are on? Pendle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why would you want to go then? I don't know. It looks like. Am I, am I confusing it with Monaco? 
<laughs> maybe the Grand Prix. Yeah, sort of maybe thing. I want to do that. Yeah. Monte Carlo, is that somewhere else? <laughs> well, Fancy. I think it's about time we went. It's uh, 10.38. I know we started early, so it's going to be a short one this week because we had so many technical snafus, didn't we? And the ongoing. Uh, yeah, everything yeah. has just gone wrong. Uh, updates. It's just uh, Bill Gates. It's Windows updates. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to bleach the roadcaster this week. Hopefully that'll oh get rid of God. all the viruses. Inject it with bleach. Oh, I, hope, I hope we don't have to go that far. Mm. UV lights. But, um, yeah, um, special mention should go out to Emma on Instagram. Emma, pardon me. Emma Bridges. Because, you know... Sorry. Okay. You know, I've... I've um, I'm... Uh, I'm sort of... Uh, Based. I'm definitely, chat. yeah, I'm definitely based Giga. <laughs> Sorry, Giga, Giga chat. <laughs> Sigma uh, based Giga Sigma chat. I've, uh, I'm, I'm sort of um, developing an, an obsession with Kim from How Clean Is Your House. Oh yeah, <sighs> that little bitch. And um, Emma sent me an Instagram story this week that Kim had done. Right. For Instagram, she's got thousands of followers on Instagram. People with dirty houses, um, yeah, pr- presumably yeah. Yeah. scum, scum, scum in all, all around the twat. <laughs> yeah, he cleans it up. <laughs> and so I watched this Kim Woodburn video on Instagram. I thought that looks like a cameo. Oh no, he's been he's been on <sighs> cameo, and you know. This is where all the Quebec book Quebecs are going and the Dollary Days. Maybe. Mm. You know, uh, Nigel Farage on Cameo has provided some of our best clips. Yes. Yes, yeah. Doctor of the Benomics. Wagwam. Wagwam fam. And uh, it turns out that Kim has a Cameo account. Uh, so I just clipped, I just found a couple of videos, three, uh, one and a half minutes each, and <coughs> they are ripe. They're ripe for clipping. So I uh, thank you, Emma, for providing hours of entertainment we, for us for the fu- for, for the foreseeable future. Let's ensure that the sound is fixed for this clip. Oh, Your yeah. friends are slags. Oh, they definitely are. Slags. It's not computer-based. It's on the oh, roadcaster, so, you know. Excellent. You little bitch. They're slags. What do you expect from slags? Like what do you expect from slacks? <laughs> this is it. I like this one. You growlers! Look at it, you growlers! Wow. Close your legs! Stop being slags! Talking slags. to you, Matt. <laughs> you man spreader. Fucking hell, you fucking puss party. You growlers! Puss party! You dirty bitches! <laughs> The ultimate puss party. You dirty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate puss party. What the fuck is going on? What I'm playing clips. <laughs> what do you expect from slags? What do you expect? <laughs> puss pimpers. You puss pimpers. Puss pimpers. <laughs> what was the partner called? The cleaning partner. Aggie. Kim and Aggie. Mag- Aggie? Aggie. I'll clean your things. house. <laughs> Chicken livered shits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's good. 
the ultimate puss party. You dirty bitches! Shoot Look at it, you growlers! <laughs> Close your legs! <laughs> Stop being slouched! You growlers! Look at it, you growlers! <laughs> well, what do you expect from slags? Oh, wow. Slags, what do you expect from slags? The ultimate puss party. You dirty bitches! You're not liking it. You're not liking it. It's not tickling me, this one. Fucking hell. We this are one. a bunch of chicken livered shits. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, like you're it. just Nigel through and through you, aren't you? Yeah, I'm all about Nigel. You're just not into Kim at all. I find her a bit abrasive. You little bitch. <laughs> really? You yeah. bitch. You find her abrasive. I think that's the point. <laughs> She's like a Brillo pad. Your friends are Attached slacks. to a cheese grater. Yeah. <laughs> Your friends are slacks. I know. <laughs> chicken livered shit. Chicken livered shits. Chicken livered shits. <laughs> Close your legs. <laughs> Stop being slacks. That's good. That, that is good. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, thank you, Emma. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it's about time we went, isn't it? I think so. I hope we've done everything. So like, I'm sorry the uh, the audio on the video clips didn't work. No, the computer shit the bed, but you know, a bunch of fucking chicken livered shits. We are a bunch of chicken livered shits. Chicken livered shits. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them in the growlers. You growlers! Mm. Oh, I'm going to be late for the puss party if we don't know. The ultimate puss party. <laughs> you dirty bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, you growlers! Close your legs! <laughs> Stop being snatched! Ah, oh, fuck me! Oh. Good. Yeah, it's time we went, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that it's little good. bitch. That little bitch. <laughs> <sighs> oh, fuck. What are we going to do next week? Um, so he's got some notes, the 18th. 18th. So it'll be another guest, I imagine. Ooh. Oh. It would be in the newsletter, Ben. You read it, didn't you? This yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Of course. Mine, mine's, my, still, uh... mine's in the trash, apparently, but I can't find it. In the spam, even. Oh, I think it's Gurdjieff next week. Whoa. Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Sign up to the Gurdjieff. newsletter to find out. Do it. For next month. You're right. growlers. Get your growlers on the newsletter. Right. Mm. Well, night, night, all. Sleep tight and don't let the bed bugs bite. Remember, I remember when I lost my mind. Come on. Oh, yeah. <sighs> there Look at it, you growlers. Right then. Night, Matt. Night, Matthew Reynolds. Uh, Apocalypse. Matt was in the chat. He was. Earlier, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Night, Matt. Night, Emma. Hogdam Munch, Helen. Time for bed, Phil. No fucking shit. I've been drinking for... Three days. Nineteen ninety-seven. Oh my god! Are you not entertained? I'm entertained. Right, we'll sign off then. See you next week. See you next week. All right, where you go? Oh my god, it was the best day ever. I'm just gonna leave her there. <laughs> yes. Just gonna leave her pause in there. Calm down. Epic dub. Thank you for watching. Run, boy. Respect me. Wagwan fam, you're going to Somerset. Mm. I can't have children with the whore. Won't you take your eye? Is Finkel. Finkel is I.
This is such a crock of shit. Is think that bloke's a nutter. I think you're hitting hitting the point, Phil, that uh And it really bothers me. Uh, 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 <laughs> because I, I believe I, I have an issue in this respect. I have, uh, I have an issue in that respect. Oh, God, we have fun, don't we? we do. And these guys, I mean, they're having fun now, but my goodness, they've also got a dark side. They've also got a dark side, haven't we? <laughs> Oh, what a sexy man. <laughs> Jamie Webb. Oh, we got a dark side, the Silver Fox. It's like uh, Geppetto in uh, EastEnders. Fuck Graham Hancock. Fuck Graham Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on then, you big baby. Nice one. Yeah. So what, what, what a baby. What a big baby. Just get on with the game. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> He just kept talking in one long, incredibly unbroken sentence, moving from topic to topic so that no one had a chance to interrupt. It was really quite hypnotic. <laughs> he just kept talking in one long... That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Chicken livered shits. Do you like that? <laughs>